0: CS Media is now part of the Spotify exclusive team. If you'd like to watch this episode and others, uncensored and uncut, click on the link in the description below.
1: Okay. Ready to roll. All right.
0: All right, Ben, All right. Beep, beep, beep. All right, we have a special guest here today, Dr. Goldman. Jeez, you can fight. You can heal people, you can play tennis, you can do all kinds of crazy, you can destroy th- people in karate while you're playing tennis and going to school, and now you have millions of people that look up to. Thank you for coming here.
1: I'm super excited to, to be here. Thanks for having me. And I'm very rusty in tennis, so we got to take tennis off the list. I graduated college in 89, 1989. I was a four-year varsity tennis player, but I haven't played much since. So my tennis, my te- I think Vinny would beat me in tennis right now. Uh,
0: maybe because of the arms, the length. Maybe
1: I think Vinny would take me out in tennis.
0: I was never good with the backhand. That that's where that's
1: where I had the shot. That was my best shot. Back oh, the I, I took less. I, I had a two-handed backhand, but
0: this guy's name—he used to act like he was Doc. Remember uh, Agri? Who was the really Agri? Agri? Agassi? Agassi. Yeah, yeah he used to say, "Hey, this is Agassi. You're going to school with Agassi." So anyway, you're from Brooklyn, New York, huh?
1: Born and raised in Brooklyn, New York.
0: So what was it like born and raised in Brooklyn, New York? At what, time, what year was this? I, was, I don't
1: want to know your age. Sorry, I was born, <laughs> I was born in 1967. Um, what was it like? I think for any kid, regardless of where you're from, you don't really know any better. You don't know any different. You just, because you're a kid, you think your childhood is maybe like other people. And then as you grow older, you you see that things are quite different. I would say growing up in Brooklyn had a lot of pros and some cons. Quite frankly, any anyone who knows the history of Brooklyn in the um, 70s and 80s, it was a crime wave. And, uh, you know, just being in a dangerous atmosphere, you know, was not always pleasant. So that's not great. But, you know, you just become very cultured. You you get to deal with uh, people of different races, religions. It's, it's hard to be racist if you're there. It's hard to be, you know, because... All your friends are every race, every religion, every everything. So that's good. I I like that. It makes you uh, love everybody, kind of, you know, except for the people that maybe you don't love. (laughs) (laughs) But but you you could love everybody. Um, And it was very exciting, and it makes you immensely street smart. So when you go out into the world, wherever else you live, you're super street smart. And that goes a long way in business, life, and whatever else.
0: You know, I always worry about, I always hear about Brooklyn and everything in the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s, and it always makes them tough. Now, when you were growing up, did you want to help? Like, you know, some people, they just want to go out and fight, like fight, 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 because that's how you survived and you got out of there. Did you want to fight, or were you more of a, how can I help fix the situation at that time?
1: I don't think I was mature enough to understand about help the situation. Although, I mean, I was always the kind of kid, if there was like kind of a less popular kid in school, I was always, I would always befriend them and say, come sit with us, whatever. I was always trying to be nice to people who... help.
0: helper. You were pe- that helper. Right,
1: right. Pe- people who other people weren't nice to, I, I would, or you know, if they were kind of on the nerdy side, I would try to, you know, in high school, try to befriend them. um, And fight, no, I was not, I, I was a very athletic kid, so I played a lot of sports at a high level, um. But I wasn't really interested. I would step away from a fight if possible.
0: That's good. Now, you're, you're in Brooklyn. Now, when do you leave Brooklyn?
1: I Or New York, I'm right, sorry. Right, right, right. So, yeah, yeah. So, basically, I went to college in Boston. So, I graduated high school, went to college in Boston for four years. That was my first time, like, really not living in New York. Then after I graduated college, came back to New York. I didn't know I was going to be a chiropractor yet, which I ultimately became.
0: Can I ask you a question, sure, quick? Sure. When you were in college that first time, you, you went for what business, Econ- business? Economics. Business economics, right? And when you're in there, you're playing varsity tennis. Varsity tennis, all four years, you're going like the tournaments, and you're kicking butt in karate.
1: Well, yeah, yes, but basically, I had started. Kyokushin Karate, which we really have to say that because nothing against Karate. Karate's someone does Karate, I'm happy for you. But a lot of Karate is kind of point system Karate, where it's kind of like the Karate Kid. You're kind of like trying to touch the person. It's like a game of tag in a bit, you know, in, in a way. But Kyokushin, when you the rules of the High level tournaments, when you both go in there, you're trying to knock each other out cold. I mean, you're trying to knock each other out. So
0: I was going to ask you what that means. So when when you're kishin karate, right. you're not going in for points. You're not going. To, you're you're going in there to lay somebody on the like, ground. Like for
1: example, it is oh. it is. There are certain things that are legal and certain things that are illegal. But as an example, right, it's legal when I fought. It's legal to grab someone's head and knee them in the face as hard as you can. That's legal to and knock. It, you could,
0: and what you resist.
1: I was a fighter from 90 to the end of 92. 90, 91, 92.
0: You should have opened up UFC. We would have 10 million of these things that we're about to get to. <laughs> okay.
1: So, so, so yeah. So, basically, um, I started that in high school. But then I went to college, really focused on tennis. And in the summers, I would train Kyokushin back in New York City. Then I graduated college in 89, economics major, like we said. Um, and then I really got heavy into Kyokushin. I was training six days a week, two hours a day.
0: What made you get so heavy into it?
1: Um, it's kind of an interesting story actually. Cause when I joined Kyokushin, I just joined for self-defense. I didn't join. I didn't want to be a tournament fighter. I didn't care about the tournaments The you know, none of that stuff. I just wanted street self-defense. It's the only reason I joined, but because, you know, I was kind of athletic. I was like, Oh, I'm not, I'm knocking these guys out in the class. Tough guys, tough, you know, tough dudes. And then the the teacher took a interest in me, and he's like, "You should do the tournaments," which I didn't really want to do. And then, I mean, a lot of people were dying to do that; they wanted it. And he's like, "No, you can't do. You're not, you're not good enough." And he kind of asked me to do them. Then I started fighting the tournaments. And it was uh, some experiences I had with those were, you know, I don't want to say life changing to be so dramatic about it, but things that helped me to the experiences I had that with the fights that helped me to this day.
0: And I, I know we're going to get to this. I know it all leads to this. How do you prep for that tournament?
1: Well, there's two two. When you say how do you prep for the tournament, there's two things that come to mind. The first thing that comes to mind is how you're training and eating and sleeping and thinking for the X amount of time leading up to it. And the second thing is what are you doing the day before, the night before, that morning, etc. So, the first part of the prep, at least when I was training, I was, I was at a very, very tough dojo, you know, which is a Japanese word for, it actually is a different kind of exact translation, but we'll just, we'll call it school for the moment. Um, I was training in there, you know, six days a week, two hours a day, whatever. I was jogging. I was doing, I had access to a building in Brooklyn that had 33 stories. I used to run up and down at three times. So it's a hundred flights up wow. and down with my hands up. The, you know, actually it's funny. We, me and some of the guys on our, kind of elite team of fighters. We actually went to Gleason's Boxing Gym, which is in Brooklyn. So that's a very famous boxing gym. I actually grew up a block away from Gleason's and we were training. And no joke, the guy who owned that, I think his name was Bruce Silverglade. That r- rings a bell. I don't know if he still owns it. Maybe I'm getting it wrong. But he was the owner of Gleason's who saw these guys train. And he said, he went up to us and said, I don't think any of my boxers could get through this workout. So it was very hard training. So I was doing all kinds of training for that. Fighting, you know, we were always banged up and you know our shins our forearms our ribs whatever but we were in very good shape i'd say you know olympic athlete level shape world-class fighter shape that's one preparation then the other preparation is like the day before the morning of like and it's really just mental and actually if i understood then what i understood now i would have done the day of a little differently because i was just getting hyped up to fight Whereas I think when you're relaxed, you're stronger. So I think I, if I did it now I'd be a little more relaxed. But that's I did my best.
0: Would you say you would have been uh stronger because you're relaxed because you could think more clearly? I and think... and as a fighter, I was a fighter too. And I remember that night before what you, you could and couldn't eat and then the day like you I think I used to drink a gallon of water the night before and the day of the fight, because I won a couple of golden gloves, I think the day of the fight I couldn't drink all day.
1: Well, I we had we had weigh-ins at about 10 a.m. the day of, and then we fought about 7 p.m. So I was cutting weight, like oh, like right now. Like, remember like, how bad that used to be? Yeah, right oh. now I weigh like 210. Yeah, okay? I used to fight 174, and wow. I and, and I couldn't. It wasn't like the UFC where I could weigh in the day before and then quick over right, McDonald's then, real and, quick. And, and yeah. gain, gain 20 pounds in 24. <laughs> no, I was like I was at the weigh-in 174, and then I fought. That night. So you couldn't have, you could replenish a little bit, but you don't want to be full when you were fighting.
0: Vinny, you know how good he's got to be to play that kind of sport? I mean, this isn't boxing with gloves on here. I mean, this is some really serious yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, so it was Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, thank
1: you. Thank you. It was really.
0: So now you're playing tennis. You get through that. Then you go to Georgia, right?
1: Then I went back to New York City in 89. I worked for four years just in business, just business. And then I decided to become a chiropractor. Um, I went to a chiropractic school in Georgia. It's called Life College of Chiropractic. I think it's called Life University now, but back when I went, it was called Life College. <laughs> and I was there from 93 to 97.
0: That's right. Now, what made you want to stop the business career? I'm Back then, I mean, business was yeah. booming, right? I, I what actually, made you want to say, this isn't for me? It's a
1: good, it's a good question. Um, the first part of the answer is, I don't know. I, don't, I actually don't know exactly. But, Something had to yes. click, right? Right. Yeah. You're, I'm I'm sure you're right, you but just I, don't, can't I don't know. Exa- thing. I don't know exactly. Like you said, it's probably subconscious. But what I do remember is that since I was a little kid, my parents—well, really my mom—but my dad, you know, my dad went along with it, but my mom spearheaded it. My mom was quite, very. Your mom was the spearhead. Right, right, right. In well, that, in, in that, in that respect, in that, <laughs> yeah, in that yeah. subject, she she felt that um, she was very naturally oriented. So, for example, if you think about a typical family. In America, maybe the whole world, who do they go to for their doctor? They, they go to a medical doctor. They have checkups, whatever. We never went to medical doctors. We, my mom had like three doctors for us. We had a chiropractor, a naturopath, which is kind of kind of a natural doctor. I can talk about that if you want, and a homeopath.
0: Yes. What is a nat? Right a nat- I want you to really get into other sure. stuff later. But what what is a nat- How do you say
1: naturopath? Or yeah. some people say naturopath.
0: Naturopath. Yeah. Well, what exactly is well? It,
1: number one is. I'm sure if a naturopath was sitting here, they could do a better job than me. But explaining that, uh, but I'll do my who best. Cares do my best. Them. Yeah, who cares about that? Who cares about that? But, 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 um, I have a lot of respect for the naturopathic profession, and what they do is when they go to naturopathic school, they specialize in you know herbs and diet and like how to like relate to the sun and water and stuff like that. So they're really healing through nature, one might say. Very specific ways of eating, ways of um, ways of taking certain herbs, certain vitamins, etc. Like so, a
0: doctor, like Sa- like a doctor Sabi. I always say his name wrong. I'm, uh, I'm not familiar with him. Uh, he was like a plant doctor. Plant? Yeah, he was a plant doctor. Yeah, yeah.
1: probably similar. Something like that. I don't know his exact degree. So that's that. Now a homeopath, and like I said, a homeopath would do a better job too. But I'll do my best. There was a guy named Hahnemann, and he, I, and if I if I remember the. Um, if I remember the history right, I think he was a medical doctor, like about 150, 200 years ago. I'm not sure exactly, and he came up with this idea, what's called "like cures like." So, what that's why it's called homeopath, because "homeo" means or ho, means same. So, like cures like. So, what it meant was, let's say someone um, had like a digestive problem of some type, and they found this herb or plant that if given in a big dose, would actually cause that digestive problem. But somehow when you take it in a tiny, 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 tiny little dose, your body somehow, it's almost like an immunization, like a, like not, not the garbage they shoot into you now, right. but like a natural immunization where it like stimulates your body to heal that. Again, I'm not an expert on homeopathy, but that's how I understand it. So we had a homeopath, naturopath, and a chiropractor. So I grew up with that. I didn't think I would do any of those things one day, but I was familiar with it. So anyway, um then after a few years of working, I just one of the people that had a big influence on me was my chiropractor, the guy who was you know, you know, taking taking care of me since I was a kid really. And I and I and he somehow inspired me to become a chiropractor and then I went. But I will, I just want to say this. First of all, You know, when people hear the word chiropractor, they have all these ideas in their head. Usually, they have one of two ideas. Usually, he's either, I don't like chiropractors. I would never go. That's fine. Someone's like, I don't like that. I don't like chiropractors. Okay. I don't want my neck cracked. Whatever they think. That's not for me. The other idea about chiropractors, no, I love my chiropractor. They fix my neck, my back, my shoulder. I love chiropractors. So that's usually the two. Three. Right. Oh, Was there a three? Yeah,
0: the? The, the third one is that it's all bullshit. This podcast is brought to you by Monster Energy. Tear into a can of the meanest energy drink on the planet, Monster Energy. It's the ideal combo of the right ingredients in the right proportion to deliver a big bad buzz that only Monster can. Monster packs a powerful punch, has a smooth, easy drinking flavor. Athletes, musicians, co-eds, road warriors, metalheads, geeks, hipsters, and bikers dig it. You will too. Monster Energy is more than just the green OG. Monster has Monster Ultra, Juice Monster, Monster Hydro, Rehab Monster, Dragon Tea, Monster Max, Muscle Monster, and many more. Buy on Amazon, buy on Walmart, or go to MonsterEnergy.com and believe me, you'll find a place. Unleash the beast. Monster Energy. This episode is sponsored by Let's Get Checked. Are you the man your father was? Recent studies have shown that men's testosterone levels are dropping substantially since the 1980s at about an average of 1% per year. Low testosterone can have all types of health effects. It can affect your muscle mass, memory, mood, sex drive, you name it. And yes, low testosterone is more common the older you get, but can affect men at any age. So let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. They're a worldwide leader in at-home testing kits, and their male hormone test lets you easily test your testosterone levels at home. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in a discreet packaging with next-day delivery. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available to you in your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician and a member of Let's Get Check Nursing Team may call you to review your results. Let's Get Check Laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which is the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to test your hormone levels without having to leave your home, Visit trylgc.com backslash mscs. Special offer for MSCS media viewers. Use promo code MSCS at checkout and get 30% off your test. The link is in the description below at the top. This episode is brought to you by Aurora. Do you know what the fastest growing crime in America is? For years, this crime rate has been surging and affecting millions of Americans. I'm talking about identity theft, and there's a new victim every 14 seconds. That's why I'm excited to partner with Aurora, who is sponsoring this video. Aurora is identity theft protection, fraud monitoring, a VPN, password management, and antivirus software all combined into one easy-to-use app. Aurora monitors the dark web for your emails, passwords, and social security numbers and sends alerts fast, right to your phone and email. Don't put your family at risk. Try Aurora for free for two weeks and see if your personal identifiable information has leaked to the dark web. Start your free trial at HTTPS colon backslash backslash A-U-R-A dot com backslash M-S-C-S. Link is in the description below.
1: Good. Okay. I know you heard that one. Of course. And I would actually say, yeah, are right. Okay. Yeah. I was going to kind of put that in the first category. I would never go, but you're right. So we'll say, first one says it's total bullshit. The second one says, it could be true, but it's not for me. And the third one says, no, it's great. Fix my neck and back.
0: See, I was like this. So when I was growing up too, we never went to the doctor. I mean, you had to be so sick to go to the doctor. Even then, you probably won't even go. And then as I grew up, and I'm like, now there's a chiropractor. Now there's this. There's no chiropractor. But then I would see like a a sports friend, you know, get better. I'm like, well, maybe. And then I would study it. Like I'd actually read the medical journal, NCBI, all that stuff. I'm like, there's no way in there's no way this works. It makes absolutely no sense. Here, if you'd like me to come here, give me a twenty and I'll crack your back. Right. right.
1: That's okay. how I use it. I thought like that forever. No, no problem. So this is what I would say. So interestingly enough, putting those three aside for the moment, either it's total, it's total garbage. It could be true, but it's not for me, or it's good for neck and back pain. One of those three. Believe it or not, let me just tell you about the history of chiropractic. And, of course, when we get a little bit later to what I'm doing, it's a whole different branch from that. But we'll get to that later. So, basically, the first chiropractor, his name was D.D. Palmer. Back then, they went by, like, their initials. It was, you know, D.D. was, like, his first and middle name. Started with a D and a D and then Palmer. So... This guy was actually a magnetic healer. That's what he did. There was no chiropractic yet. There was a magnetic healer, whatever that exactly means, whatever. So he was doing magnetic healing. Now, of course, people have manipulated the spine or cracked the back for thousands of years in Egypt and China, whatever. But he was doing magnetic healing. So then what happened with him was he had this experience that he's like, I think that people are sick. This was his idea. I'm I'm not saying it's true or not, but he had this idea. He goes, I think people are sick because their bones are out of place. He had this idea. He says because what happens is the spinal cord, you know, it's from from the brain, the brain stems to the spinal cord, then the nerves come out of the spinal, you know, the nerves come out through the bones and they go to wherever they're going. They might be going to a muscle, they might be going to your stomach, they might be going to your gallbladder, whatever, but the, but the nerves are coming out and going to all the cells in your body. So he figures if the bones are out of place, putting pressure on the nerve emanating from there. Then people will be sick. So if he can find out which bones are out of place and put them in place, they'll heal. So that's, believe it or not, what chiropractic in 1895 was established for. So he had a—he's working in this building. That
0: actually makes sense. What he said, like hearing like that, you know, 20 years or 200 years ago. I mean, that's the first time it makes sense.
1: Right. So 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 check this (laughs) out. So it gets more interesting. So he's but he's a magnetic healer. So he's not a chiropractor. So because there is no chiropractor, right? because he's the first one. He didn't establish that. So he has, he's working in his office building and he has a, a janitor in the building, not a patient, a janitor in the building. Um, who's deaf. And I don't know. They were friends. I don't know how they communicated, maybe sign language. Maybe he wrote, I don't know how they communicate, but they could communicate. And he says, to the guy, were you born deaf? You've been deaf since your birth? The guy says, no. Or he writes whatever. No. He says that when he was 20, he was 40 then, I think. When he was 20, 20 years before, he bent down to pick something up very heavy, and he felt something give out, and he became deaf. So D.D. Palmer says, I think I think the nerve that affects your hearing somehow was affected when you picked that up. Can I put this bone back in place? And the guy says, yeah, go ahead. So he puts back, the guy got his hearing back. Wow. So that's how chiropractic was born. And by the way, it was T4, thoracic 4 was the bone. In D.D. Palmer's book, explaining what he did, it was T4. Anyway, so just for some trivia. I think
0: of T4 or Synthroid or Cytomal T3. Different different T4, thoracic 4.
1: Yeah. So anyway, so then he has these other people. Remember, he's a magnetic healer. So he has these people coming in for whatever they're coming in for. And they
0: just seem to happen. right? So So he's like,
1: like, instead of magnetic healing, I'm going to start putting your bones in place. They say, okay. So he's fixing every damn disease under the sun. (laughs) So now he writes this book in 1910. Fifteen years after he establishes chiropractic, it's called it's called the Chiropractor's Adjuster, 1910. D.D. Palmer. It's about a thousand. It's like a dictionary. It's about a thousand pages. Now you would think you would think that that book is about like neck pain, back. The book's not even about neck and back pain. The book, if it's a thousand and if it's a thousand and twenty pages, a thousand pages are on like fixing like the thyroid, like the pancreas, the liver, the gallbladder, the stomach. Then in the little part is like, oh, by the way, if someone has neck or back pain, it could help. It's also good for that. <laughs> so, so nowadays, chiropractic, like we said, it's either I wouldn't do that; as BS, or it's for neck and back pain. It wasn't even made for neck and back pain. He just said that as an afterthought. Oh, by the way, it could help with neck and back pain. Anyway, so that's the real that's the real chiropractic. Now, someone might say, if in 1910 that was the real chiropractic, what happened? Why is it that now in 2022? Ninety-nine percent of chiropractors on this planet. Ninety-nine percent of the people in their waiting room are there for neck and back pain. Like what happened? Social media, or who knows? <laughs> who, 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 who knows? But anyway, so that's that's a little that's a little history of chiropractic, and
0: I believe that the most. Yeah, and that that sounds accurate. I mean, I, I don't know if that's chiropractic, but his theory of what it is that sounds a hundred percent accurate.
1: Yeah, so that's that's what he said it was, and um, anyway, so. Over the years, chiropractic has morphed from this help anything in the body, except, you know, like obviously if someone needs stitches or they have a burst appendix or they crash on their motorcycle. I mean, these are things that someone needs an emergency room for. I'm not talking about that stuff. But anything else, the old school, him and his original students were helping. And then over the years, it's morphed into 99% of the people going to chiropractors. It's for neck and back pain. Now, for me, for me, going back to my chiropractor my chiropractor was kind of of that old school lineage so back in brooklyn when i was a kid he had people coming to him for everything under the sun so i observed that and that's what ins- that goes back that's what inspired that, me so to be doc, a chiropractor. so
0: back in the day people if they had a science infection they would go to a chiropractor
1: easy wow i put the, i put that in the easy category if someone a science infection comes to me they're not going to have them anymore.
0: wow I mean, meaning, meaning meaning let's be
1: clear if someone comes to me and says hey dr Pete, they tell me they've had they have chronic science infections meaning they have a sinus infection once a month for the last ten years. I don't know what, whatever they do for it, they come to me for two months. I can name some people. Okay, okay. well, they come to me for two months. That that last one will be their last one.
0: Good. So. And I bet it goes
1: away. That, that, that's that's the end of that.
0: So then, so then you uh, you're you're done with the business. Now now you go. You're ready to go uh, into chiropractic school, and you do. And then you meet the person who changes your entire life. If I'm correct,
1: right? So. This is how it happened. So, the guy in Brooklyn was a disciple. Okay, so we have to just more on the chiropractic history. So, we have DD Palmer, 1895. Then, in 1931, there's another guy. His, this is an important guy. This is like the most important guy.
0: Is it Fleet? Just tell That's me right. it's Fleet. Yep. Uh, Thermal Fleet. Thermal Fleet. Thermal
1: Fleet? Look at this guy.
0: Hmm. Might have did a little research. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm actually, I thought I was interested in this stuff. You
1: know, you're going to love this then. So, so basically Dr. Thurman Fleet is a chiropractor in San Antonio, Texas. And in 1931, you know, he's, he's a, but remember 1931 is not too far after 1910, right? So it's only 21 years, right? Mm-hmm. So, so he's still doing kind of like this real deal chiropractic, people coming to him with digestive problems and thyroid problems and gall, you know, and liver problems. So he's already doing that because he's, he's of this lineage of these old school chiropractors, but. Not but or and, whatever. That's a but. But then in 1931, he has some kind of experience, whatever you want to call it. Some people call it like an illumination. I don't know what it is. He has this experience.
0: DMT maybe. I don't know. maybe <laughs> who knows?
1: So he gets downloaded this information. It appears something comes into him.
0: Now, let me ask you this. Do you, th- do you think it's possible that other life downloads something into him to make this world better? Just curious to know your opinion. Here, here's it's the talking. answer.
1: Here's the answer. I don't know. Is it possible? hundred percent? Like, is it totally possible? I'm not equipped to give that answer. (laughs) I just always wanted to ask the doctor
0: right across from me that isn't talking about something. Yeah.
1: So, So on that note, so on that note, so Dr. Thurman Fleet has this illumination. And in his illumination, he creates this other healing technique, which he called zone therapy. He called this zone therapy. So what happens is back in the 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, 60s, 70s, he starts mentoring other chiropractors and other doctors to learn the principles of healing that he's doing, which is getting unparalleled results. People are coming to him, again, I'm not talking about they crash on their motorcycle. I'm not talking about they need stitches. I'm not talking about they have a burst. Of, I'm, not talking about, I'm not talking about emergency room stuff. But people are coming to Doctor Fleet with every damn disease, disease condition under the sun, and healing. He's like a modern day Jesus. I mean, you could—if anyone wants to look him up, there's a website called DoctorThurmanFleet.com. D R That's why I remembered his name yeah, yeah. because
0: when I was reading through that website, I was like, "Is—is is this really real? I mean, I mean, amazing.
1: Yeah. Go." So, so anyway, so so Doctor Fleet um, is having these unparalleled healing results, he teaches certain people. Now, four of the guys he taught, to your question about the guy that I met, four of the guys he taught were my direct teachers. And I spent, back in the early 1990s and then after, I spent over 100 hours one-on-one, like we are right now, with each of them. So I spent probably over 500 hours.
0: Now, how does one get time like that with four of them? How do you get time like that with four of them? Not just, one, not like a little bit of time. How do you get time with four of them? What what did you do? Everything did, right. did you work something? How did you stick out from everybody else that may have been smarter than you or better than you? What did you do to stick out?
1: Okay, it's a it's a good question. I never thought about that. That's really now it's making me think about that. But I'll I'll tell you a little bit about the evolution, and I'll I'll do my best to answer that. So basically, the first of the four was the guy in Brooklyn. He was a student of Doctor Fleet. So. I knew him when he was older. He's already practicing for years and years. So he's he was my chiropractor since I was little. He's the one who inspired me to go to chiropractic school. So he's number one. Then I get to chiropractic school and I'm there for like a month and I'm like, "What is this garbage?" You know, because I grew up going. He was my model of what chiropractic was. He's a disciple of Doctor Fleet. This guy can heal anything under the sun, or just to say it, so people don't get upset. He can help. Balance people's bodies so they can heal, right? i must say he heals people, right? Whatever. But anyway, so I call him up and go, what is this garbage? I'm in the school. I'm in here for four years. They're teaching a bunch of nonsense. So he tells me, hey, there's another disciple of Dr. Fleet near your school. He's not affiliated with your school, but he's in Georgia. So this is a cool story. This is this is this is the guy you're referring to. This is a great, this is a great uh story. So what happens is I call up that guy and i'm just i I just got to georgia i was there for like a month but i'm gonna be there for four years for school so i call this guy up i got his number from the guy in brooklyn or however i got his number and his wife answers and she goes uh she says well he's kind of he's been practicing for 40 years he's kind of semi-retired but we still he still practices out of the house a little bit come to the house on sunday so i get directions it's 1993 it's before the internet i you know there was no uh no dial-up yes, even, right,
0: man. Right. We didn't, you didn't even have a dial-up, right, man. Right. right,
1: so he, uh, so he um, you know, she gives me directions. I write them down, you know. So I'm, It's like 45 minutes from the school in Georgia. So it was a place called, uh, called Tyrone, Georgia. That was the name of the town, Tyrone, Georgia. And I'm driving there. It's like, you know, rural, you know, cows, you know, cows on the road. and it Sounds like Pennsylvania. Sounds like, yeah, right, right. <laughs> it, 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 wasn't like, it wasn't like Brooklyn. So I'm driving. And uh, I get to his house, and he looked like nothing—just a just a a thin old man. He looked like nothing. Very nice, but didn't look like anything. As like I, I mean, he was getting some of the best healing results, certainly in the profession of chiropractic. That's for sure. He, this guy was getting some of the best healing results on the on the planet, as far as I was aware. So this guy's getting—you know—he's an amazing healer. So I go in his house, and he sits down. Very nice guy. It's like a southern accent. You know, it's in Georgia, you know. Not what I was used to, being a Brooklyn guy. And uh, he starts explaining stuff to me about healing. Brooklyn
0: out of Georgia. Sorry. Right. right. So see, <laughs> he,
1: he starts explaining stuff to me. And I'm doing my best to understand. But, you know, it's kind of going over my head. You know, I didn't. He's, he's talking about high-level, like, metaphysical healing principles. I'm just, I'm trying to keep up with him, which I wasn't, you know. And then he says to me like this, he goes, do you want to understand why healing works when it works and why healing doesn't work when it doesn't work? So I said, what do you mean? He says, well, what I mean is, you know, people go to chiropractors, acupuncturists, medical doctors, naturopath, you know, some people heal and then some people don't. Do you want to know why people heal when they heal and why people don't heal when they don't heal? He says, it's a common denominator in healing. And if you understand that you will be one of the greatest healers on the planet. So, he, he explains that to me I didn't really understand it But he, he explained it to me Can I
0: take a wild guess? What's that? I'm going to say that The ones that healed They listened And the ones that didn't Didn't Actually, Vinny what do you think?
1: Vinny? You, want you can't say
0: Vinny? listen Because I said listen um, I'm going to have to agree You can't agree I just told you you can't agree
1: Can't you Vinny get some cameras? Is there, is there another camera? Yeah, he's that? got a camera yeah, good, on him good, good, good. Oh yeah
0: you can see him right back
1: okay, there good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean what do you
0: want me to do? Lie? Yeah lie. Pick another pick you can't take a pick that I picked. Okay, I
1: disagree. That's what we get to disagree. Okay. Sorry, Doc. No, 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 no. I'm
0: trying to mold him. That's no, good.
1: Actually <laughs> actually, believe it or not, the answer is a long answer, but seriously, and I and I mean this sincerely, you're right. You are right. Hey, um, hey, did you hear that over there? Vinny, you want you wanna any heard comments? Yes. <laughs> So, so here's the deal. You are correct, and actually, and there's a lot of intricacies to why you're correct. It's probably a forty-five minute conversation just on why you're correct. No joke. But with that said, so we and we can get back to that, which we will. So he explains to me this common denominator in healing, and then he says, "Hey, you want to get a, an adjustment?" And he gives me a zone adjustment, which again I said, Doctor Fleet created this zone therapy. He gives me a zone adjustment, zone therapy adjustment. It's incredible. This is incredible. So I re- I remember thinking. I said I said to myself, "Well, this was a great day. I met this old man who's like uh like the oracle in the what's that movie called the uh the Matrix, like the oracle oh, the Matrix, Matrix, you know? Yeah, like yeah. he's like I met the oracle, you know." Yeah. And uh you know, I'm I don't think I'll ever see him again, but what a nice way to start my four-year journey. That's what I thought. So I said, I I thanked him profusely, you know. And by then it was Sunday at like 5 p.m., you know, or whatever. And then as I'm walking out, he kind of pats me on the back. He's like, come back next Sunday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I went every Sunday for four years. So it's part of the answer to your question. I went every Sunday for four years. I was, there's a, there's a saying, it's called, uh, you know, learning at the feet of the master. I learned at the feet of the master. I sat with him, spent over 100 hours with him in those four years. And he taught me everything he knew, and he was one of the greatest healers on this planet because he was of that Dr. Fleet lineage, and he knew how to apply it. So that's two of them. And then, of course, the guy in Brooklyn, whenever I went home on vacation, I'd go to his office. I'd call him all the time, so I spent plenty of time with him. Then we have the guy in Georgia. Then there was another disciple of Dr. Fleet who was in Wisconsin who was a real grandmaster, and I used to fly there all the time, spend weekends with him. So that he was 80, 80-something years Man, you, old.
0: You were getting the Brooklyn really kicked out of
1: you. It was great. <laughs> and, then, and then i and then i there was another guy in uh in the south also who became another mentor to me who was also a student of dr fleet and i spent easily over 100 hours with him so i really i i was dedicated but it's because i loved it i i put it tommy it was like this i didn't think to myself man nah, i don't really like this but i should do it because it will help me i didn't think that i loved every minute of it i found it totally fascinating it's like someone who Someone who's into baseball—they have baseball cards. They're in a baseball fantasy league. They watch every game. They got three screens going watching. Ba- they're not—they're not a baseball fanatic, if that's the word, because they think it's going to benefit them in some way. They can't get enough of baseball. It's like that. That—that's how I was when it came to healing, healing results, results, and deeper metaphysical principles behind healing. And I'll say this about results: this is important because when someone thinks about healing, this will make sense to anyone. I think Vinny will agree with this. We're going to check. Let's Okay. Hope so. this, when it comes to healing, let, let's say, for example, let's say someone says, I have the best acupuncturist." Let's just say, I, or I love acupuncture. I've had very good experiences with acupuncture. And someone says, I have a great chiropractor. I love my chiropractor. Someone says, I don't, I don't like the alternative stuff. I have an MD. It's mainstream. But I trust my MD. I love my MD. They've really helped me. Okay. And then someone else does whatever the hell they do. Okay. The only thing that matters is results. That's it. Nothing else matters. Philosophy doesn't mean a damn thing in healing. only matters as results. So for example, you mentioned sinus infections. This is beautiful. So we have an imaginary person. They have, they have chronic sinus infections. Every month they get a sinus infection. So they've had 12 sinus infections a year for the last 10 years. Now, they let's pretend we have a panel here. like this is a long table. And we have an acupuncturist. They go, oh, I'll fix that. You know what?
0: You got me thinking. I'm thinking of the NBA draft, right? And there's only 10 guys that are going to go in the top 10. And right. we have the panel here. Now, there's only one guy that can go up to that podium and call them, right? Exactly. So your name, my name, or Vinny's name.
1: Right. Probably but there's Vinny's.
0: Everybody's at home, and even everybody else is at home, just hoping that maybe they, in this situation, healed, but only 10 get picked.
1: Right, am I following? Well, yeah, and also t- t- specifically. So we have this big panel, like we're talking about, right? And we have the na- we have the acupuncturist, and the acupuncturist, oh yeah, I'll, I'll fix I'll fix sinus infection. So they say that, and then you. the homeopath says I'll fix sinus infections <laughs> and then the naturopath, and we have we have let's say a particular chiropractor who does a particular technique of chiropractic, and they go oh, I- I'll, I'll fix sinus infections. All that matters is who can do it. I mean, anyone could say what they want. It's like a financial advisor tells you how much money they're going to make you. Let's see the result. So all that matters is results. And I can say this when it comes to zone technique, which we can get to later, when it comes to zones, when it comes to what I do, the results are unparalleled. That's I only stand on results, not philosophy. If someone said, I don't believe it. Well, you may not believe in gravity. Go walk off a cliff. I mean, you can say, believe whatever you want. So results, Trump, everything, That's what I'm most interested in. For example, I'll give you an example. Let's say someone said to me, uh, hey, Pete, I have this acupuncturist. Do you like acupuncture? I would say, how are your results? Oh, great. Well, then I like it. You know, like whatever is helping someone be healthy, good.
0: Well, you've already proved chiropractic to me because even though it might not be in the form that it is, and, you know, there, there was a lot of variables in that, that I believe 100%. It makes total sense. Now, when you're healing all, all healing these people and you're you're watching this happen, when does it click in your head? Now I know you can remember this. When does it click? I don't know who you healed, how you did it. Maybe they just had a, a sore thumb. When was that first time that somebody came to you and you were the
1: healer? Well, it's it's more it's a great question. And what it more makes me think of. Is not so much that I'm the healer, but the expectation. So let me explain what I mean by expectation and why it is really it's really the same thing you said, but I'm just gonna use the word expectation. And I'll tell you why. For example, if you were thirsty, let's say you didn't have those drinks over there, you're thirsty. And you said to me, you said, Pete, you have I'm thirsty. I go, Tommy, I got great news for you. I have a water here. Do you do you like water? would you have water? Like, yeah, I like I like cold water. Yeah, can I have one? Right, right, exactly. So I know. I'll take off this top and hand it to you. You'll drink it. You go, hey, thanks. Thanks, Peter. Like, so I have total expectation that you're going to be happy and, you know, you're going to get your thirst quenched or whatever. When a patient, when patients start coming in with X, Y, Z, and you already know, you already have the expectation in the not too distant future, you're going to be all better. And it's not just some philosophy you have or some optimism you have with that same expectation of having your thirst quenched that's the kind of expectation i've developed with healing people come to me with everything under the Is that the sun.
0: beyond instinct? Is that beyond instinct? Or or when you see somebody do that do you have that is it instinct that tells you you already know or is it just on a whole nother level
1: well, I would say this, it's kind of two parts. I would say intuition and perception lets me see things clearly in a, in, a, in a patient, intuition and perception. That's just part of it to help me see what's going on. With that said, as far as my expectation of them healing, because I know how healing works, I expect them to heal. Now, check this out. This is a great example. Um, this is a great example. Electricity is like a great I'm not a scientist, but it's a great unknown. It's like I don't even think a scientist I could be wrong. probably maybe some scientists watching will say this is incorrect, but this is how I understand it in my amateurish understanding. If there's a wire, I think I think even like electricians, they don't really know if the current travels like right over it or right under it or through it. They don't really don't know Don't so feel bad.
0: I, I had to have five astro, astro scientists come in here and sit with me. One of them who works with Elon Musk for me to understand exactly how it works okay, and beautiful. i still don't know beautiful so so
1: so, so we're, <laughs> we're so, the same right. so but the thing is this electricians and scientists they understand the laws by which electricity operates so they don't stick their they don't stick a nail into an outlet and get electrocuted they stick a plug in and their their lamp goes on or whatever
0: but that lives by the law of physics
1: yes right yes
0: Does healing and things like this, does that also live by the law
1: of physics? Well, actually, the laws of something different, So, or or maybe it's the same, but we're using different words. But because they understand the laws of electricity, they know not to stick a nail in, but they do stick a plug in. So I've been taught by these grandmasters, and it's not taught in chiropractic school. That's for shit sure. I've been taught by these grandmasters what are the principles of healing and when i tap into these principles of healing and it's it's not like i'm going into some like you know trance or whatever i'm i'm just, just talking to you like i'm i'm with my patients like i'm talking to you now however i know how healing works and when i tap into these principles these healings happen now let me just say this think about this um take your average chiropractor take your average medical doctor take your average acupuncturist and their office is wherever their office is. Now, where do their patients live? Probably within a 25-minute radius of their office. Probably. Probably 90% of their patients are within 25 minutes of their office. They might have a couple patients who love them. They travel two hours, whatever. But, you know, let's, let's face it. Their patients are there. Now, I'm gonna, the next thing I'm going to say, I'm going to say for a reason. I'm going to tell you why I'm saying it. I have had people fly into me. Patients flying to me from thirty different countries and cities around the world: New York, Chicago, uh, Japan, Europe, Guam, Hawaii. You know, multiple Everywhere. states. Right. Okay. So,
0: but but hold on. I want to ask you one thing: Have you ever gotten acupuncture? Never. Now I know the Chinese have done this forever—twenty-five 2-
1: hundred years, I believe.
0: So, like, whatever they do, it must work somehow, some
1: way. I say so.
0: So I've heard. 30 different things, what acupuncture is. You put sticks in you. If you have pain, if you're old, you take them out you feel better. I don't know. You light incense. You make it cool. You put more sticks in you. What is that?
1: Can you explain? Sure, I mean, absolutely. Do you want to give Vinny a shot on this, or just I just go right to Keith. it? Okay. Absolutely not. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> so, so this is again. Here I am explaining all these healing arts that I don't do, but acupuncture believes in something called meridians. I believe. Well, you're a doctor. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna hit you okay. with everything all right, no I problem. can. Okay, I love that. So they have the the, the acupuncture, not the ones that deal with big pharma. Right, right. right. They
0: so, can right. fall off a cliff for all right, I right.
1: care. So, so, um, that I can Vinny like that. Sorry. Okay. Time so, to say how they right. feel. So, so, uh, basically. An acupuncturist will feel your pulse, but not like a normal not like um not like a most doctors feel your pulse. An acupuncturist can read your pulse in a very detailed way to check your organs and different things like that. And they look at your tongue. They actually look at your tongue and they can read your tongue. So the tongue and the pulse tells an acupuncturist which I believe they call meridians are blocked. I believe they call them that, which are energy channels in the body. And they and then they know there's certain pattern of parts of the body to put needles in gently. And when they put the needles in there, it like opens up the meridians and heals the organs in question and the systems in question and the cells, I believe, in question. And then if they do it enough. Even cells, right? Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It, the way I understand acupuncture. And if they do it enough when you come for subsequent visits and they look at the tongue they feel the pulse they can see the healing and of course the person can see the healing cuz let's just say for example i'm just making this up every time someone ate they got heartburn or acid reflux but they got acupuncture 10 times and then their digestion is perfect i mean it's pretty obvious they're healed
0: yeah we got some knives to put on right, you right. this time that, what, that, do you get a steak Here's some that, that,
1: what that, do we got some steak knives? That, that's it so <laughs> so that's that's uh how that is but again see the, the beautiful you're, part you're very
0: is, good at on, uh, you're very very good at explaining things in simple terms. You're very, very good.
1: I appreciate it. And and again, when it comes to all these things, for example, in chiropractic, believe it or not, right now there's between 250 and I believe 300 different techniques of chiropractic. So I'll just throw some names out. They won't mean much, but just there's the Gonstead technique, there's the SOT technique, the AK technique, there's the motion palpation te- technique, there's the upper cervical technique. There's probably 7 or 8 or more different upper cervical techniques even
0: and there's probably a specialist for each one right. of them and yeah. this guy's, you know, seven gazillion dollars to build the insurance and the whole line goes Who right? who know,
1: who knows how they do it. There's one called chiropractic. I could probably yeah. bet you money right, that's right. how they do it. So there's one called CBP, and the thing that's interesting is most chiropractors they think their technique is the best. Why not? Why, why else would they do it? So, but again, my 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 statement to all the chiropractors who say, "Oh, this technique," let me see your results. Someone, for example, a woman a woman has endometriosis, which is a it's a gynecological issue. Now if she goes to the gynecologist. What's he going to do for endometriosis? He's going to do a minor surgery on her, which is not going to work anyway because they get the same thing two years later. They do it again. Now I'm going to tell you if someone comes to me with endometriosis, they they're, they're going to be they, it will heal, okay? I've done it over a hundred times. I believe it. So here's the thing. the CBP doctor, let me see you do that. You're not going to do that. You know the, uh, the emotional you're not going to do it. So chiropractors talk a lot of shit, nothing again. I mean, I you know, I like my fellow chiropractors, but they get so wrapped up in their technique. Let me see your results. What are you going to do? Well, let me see your results. And here's the, here's the thing I'm just talking about. It's interesting. My office basically is 85% non-musculoskeletal. Only 15% musculoskeletal, neck or back pain. I told you earlier, 99% of chiropractors, all they take care of is neck and back pain. Once in a while, that helps them with something else. 85% of my patients are coming for non-musculoskeletal. But here's the cool thing about that. The 15% that do come with muscu- you know, musculoskeletal, neck, but I-, I take care of some of the very famous uh, UFC fighters, NFL players, uh, NHL hockey players, et cetera. But here's the point. What I hear a lot is this. You'll find this interesting. Patient comes to me, new patient. Hey, Dr. Pete, nice to meet you, whatever. Uh, oh, what's up? They go, oh, I have a, um, they tell me they're a low back pain sufferer. So they, they have a low back pain for years. They've had a low back pain for years, but they just moved to where I am from some other city or state or whatever. And they heard about me, so they want to be my patient. And they go, oh, by the way, I want to tell you, I went to a great chiropractor. I love my chiropractor. And I go, well, what, what did they do? Oh, well, they tell me they had this back pain, but they manage the back problem via chiropractic. So they get adjusted like once a week or twice a month. And through chiropractic, this back issue became manageable.
0: And this all goes back to in what you initially said. Because if I'm getting acupuncture and I have heartburn and every month, I go back and I no longer get the heartburn. I'm going to keep going back. Well, I'm not healed. I'm just, to me, To me, I would say, I'm just, you're just band-aiding.
1: Exactly. So you know what I tell these people? Because they, they, they say, I, you know, I love chiropractic. I want to do that with you. I want you to manage my, I go, I don't manage shit. I fix shit. I fix stuff here. And then two months.
0: this Media is now part of the Spotify exclusive team. If you would like to watch this episode and others, uncensored and uncut version in video format, go to Spotify on desktop or phone, type in MSES Media and search, or the link is in the description below at the top. If you have never watched a video feed podcast on Spotify before, a settings pop-up box will pop up. Tap on settings, turn data saver off, go back to the episode, hit play, you'll never have to do this again. All podcasts will be released on Spotify 72 hours prior to YouTube.
1: Six weeks later, their backs perfect forever. Pull tab that, one,
0: pull tab one. What does Keep that? On.
1: Yeah, what does that? T- so, so that's that's that. Now, by the way, in addition to the f- people flying from thirty different countries, and by the way, I have in Malaysia alone about seventeen different patients.
0: In Malaysia, Malaysia,
1: go figure. But here's the thing. So, what I wanted to say about uh, about the flying, and then also remember, I said that people are twenty five minute drive. I have. Of my many patients, 200 of my patients, 200 of my patients drive four hours each way, so they're driving eight hours in a day for five minutes with me.
0: But now, now you have to prove to me and explain to me how. Okay, I'm gonna. Tell you, you. We we could sit here, but you have a website, and I want you to take me through this. Can you blow up a little bit for for as many? I picked I picked this this one first. The
1: bio page, yeah, no problem. Yep. So you now what?
0: Scroll down, Ben. Right there. How the zone work, the zones work. That's what I wanted you to explain right here in picture, because then you can't miss it.
1: Okay, beautiful. Thank you for that. So um, here's the deal. So again, Dr. Thurman Fleet created zone therapy, and then I learned zone therapy starting in 1993. I had those influences, I told you. I also had many other influences in healing, metaphysics, martial arts. And then I created zone technique, and then I opened zone school. Now, here's zone technique. The body's divided up into six systems, glandular, which is all your glands, number one, that's known as zone one, eliminative system, that's zone two, that's like your sinuses, your lungs, your kidneys, your intestines, everything that eliminates your toxins. You have the nervous system, which is your brain, your spinal cord, and your peripheral nerves. You have your digestive system, which is everything that digests and assimilates your food. Some overlap with zone two, the elimination system, because the intestines, but different systems. Um, you have the muscle system, number five, all your muscles, etc., and the circulatory system, which is everything that circulates the uh, fluids in your body.
0: All and starts at the, the, the it all starts at the body's temperature.
1: Right. So that's and that yeah. actually. The, I'm just
0: adding everything up yeah, how it works. Yeah, yeah. Wow.
1: So basically, you have every. This is important. This is an important point I'm going to make now. Every cell in the body, or every part of the body, is in these six systems. You don't have any part of your body that's not in these six systems. So that would mean That every disease, condition, problem, ache or pain, whatever, is due to a disturbance in one or more of these six systems. And if I can determine which of these six systems is not balanced, which I can easily, and and balance them, most likely someone's going to heal. And by the way, I I actually wanted to say one thing interesting about expectation, which I brought up way back, whatever it's been. Expectation is an interesting word. I want to tell you why. If let's say you let's say uh, Vinny told me I'm making this up. Vinny told me that every time he had a meal, he a stomachache. Let's just say Vinny's like Pete. Every time I have a meal, I have a stomachache.
0: I got a better one for
1: you. Okay.
0: Um, I always have anxiety.
1: Okay, we're gonna fix that. We're gonna get that in a second. So, uh,
0: anxiety is a better one. Okay, because that's the tough okay. one. Because okay. okay. I would have, I would have went with number three. three right?
1: Three, three or one usually. But one it's just my, I know
0: somebody at home that uh, I'm trying to taser the anxiety. That's one of, one of my
1: specialties you is. Happen to know her. One of my specialties is. Uh, when people come to me with a chief complaint of anxiety, because when I balance their zones, they're nice and relaxed. So, but I want to say one thing about um, expectation, quite interesting. So let's say, like I said, Vinny tells me, I'm just making this up, that every time he has a meal, he gets a stomachache, whatever. So I say, well, Vinny, one or more of your six systems is not balanced. Maybe it's your digestive system, whatever it is. I'm going to balance your systems. It might, you know, everyone heals at their own rate. It might take five sessions or three sessions or six sessions or whatever, but we'll do a few sessions until you tell me that every meal you eat, you feel perfect. That's what I'll tell him. And I will expect, not because I'm psyching myself up to expect, but like you said, when did I start? I will expect that in the, in the not too distant future, I would expect his digestion to be perfect. But it's interesting because, listen, what I'm going to say now, I'm not a religion expert. I'm not a theologian. I'm, I'm not an expert on religion. But I do know that when Jesus said to pray, he said, pray and then expect that it will come from what I understand. Correct me if I'm wrong. He said, pray and then expect that what you're praying for will come. So this notion of expectation is a very powerful thing for what you might call manifestation. And again, I'm not using like, oh, I'm, you know, manifesting. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: you know what my uh, my therapist used to tell me? Mm. He said say, whatever you put into the universe, you'll get back. I like that. And I that, but it was on. I went to probably forty therapists. It was the only one I stuck with.
1: I I, I think that's a, I think that's a good statement. Why and, the hell did you have to go to forty therapists, Tom? If any have, because because, they, have, because I
0: walked in and they said, "Hey, Tom, what's your name? How are you doing?" And then and then I knew they're not for me. But this particular guy walked in and said, "What the fuck are you doing on with all those gold chains?" And then talked to me about business. And then started giving me the stuff. If you start walking it, because I was like, well, you know, I don't, you know, I want to do this, I want to do that. Well, if you walk out into the universe looking like this, then the universe is going to treat you like that. But if you go get a suit and you dress like a suit, you know, then the universe is, other suits are going to hang out with you. That, you know. I'm a, little like bit, I'm a little bit off, but that's how he got like to me. What do
1: you that's want me to do? I think, the Tom, I think the reason that Vinny asked is I think he was implying that. I he, think he wanted to know. No, I think, I think, he, <laughs> I think he was implying that he would have talked to you for free. I think that's what he was implying. For him for free? Actually, oh. that's,
0: um, that's actually. Why don't you stay another day? Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, if he buys you a 50-cent Sprite, 10 years from now when you see him, I don't care if you heal him 100 times, you own 50 cents.
2: Anyway, anyway. Like that's called the psychology of dressing. Actually, um Henry Hill wrote that in The, <laughs> the Law of
1: Success. I didn't know that like Henry he Hill wrote said, a book. I yeah. know <laughs> yeah. oh, he, he wrote a book. He wrote, he wrote his the book that became Good Fellows, but I yeah. know he I didn't know he wrote a I knew he book.
0: wrote like a cancha book before. Not that
1: he, Henry. Oh, not that Henry Hill. Okay. I am the one. one. One of the same page. You, Maybe he's not, you mean Napoleon Hill or Henry Hill? I'm sorry, you're right. It's Napoleon. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting my Italian people. He's here. so and he well, I don't think Napoleon Hill was Italian, but no. he and actually and actually Henry Hill was actually You know he's a doctor? He was part Irish, part Italian. He w- he couldn't be a made man because of that. Yeah,
0: him. no. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it was sad Irish he passed now. away from alcoholism. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so did um who's the only one in Goodfellas he he just got done with three movies. Ray, Ray, Liotta. Ray Liotta. Ray yeah? Liotta, yeah. Passed away in his bed from alcohol. Yeah. So, Should have found your ass. Should've. But keep going.
1: I I I want you to explain this to me. So so basically so now the the, the, the next part I'm gonna explain. Is a little more technical, and I, you know, I'm, feel free to stop me if it's getting too technical. But I'm going to give you the, the way Doctor Fleet explained it.
0: Scroll down a little bit, Vin. Where, where's the, Doc? Where, where's it real simple? Right there. That's where I want to go down to the zones. Right there. There you go. There.
1: Yep. Yeah. Right actually, there. actually, yeah. We'll just we'll just leave it like that. I was going to make another point, but we can forget. Sure on.
0: We have all your pages up. Okay.
1: Yeah. So so we'll we'll, we'll you say, got to lead. We'll say no. We'll say that. The glandular system, as you can see there, you can see these are things related to the glandular system, meaning if the glandular system is not balanced, these things can suffer. But when the glandular system becomes balanced, these things are likely to heal. Then you see the eliminative system. The things listed in the eliminative system, which you can see there, if the if the eliminative system is not balanced, these things are likely to suffer. And if it is balanced, which uh, someone who learns from me and or I can do, and those things are likely to heal now, which brings us to zone school. Why did I even establish it? So it's interesting, and I and I did mention uh, I mentioned uh, Malaysia, uh, you know, there's the 17 patients in Malaysia. Hold on,
0: before that, get a tab two. because see, you sell this doc, but you got to prove it, right? And you got testimonials on here that you can't not prove. So, we, before you get into the school and all this other stuff. First we're going through how all this stuff Hey, you works. want to hear a great I
1: don't know how the... Yes, uh, hell yeah, we hey, want to let's hear. Let's do it. this. Speak perfect. I got a great thing we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. Um oh, that's BJ Penn. Okay. All right, you know what? BJ Penn. Yeah, that is BJ Penn. One of the most successful Benny, MMA do you know fighters. Who that is? One of, of the most successful MMA fighters in history. I met him in 2004 and what happened was I meet him in 2004 and BJ tells me that well, he got referred to me obviously. Yeah, he, could. he 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 told me that he had neck pain all the time. I said, you mean you have neck pain when you train? He goes, no. I have he told me he had neck pain 24 hours a day. They tell him in 2004 he has to either retire, actually, and or get neck surgery because he tried chiropractic. He tried acupuncture. He tried all kinds. I fixed him in six visits. Push play on that. It's, it's just a few seconds. Up there, Ben. If, you don't, if should... you don't mind. Thank you. No, sure. You. Absolutely.
0: Your last stint in the UFC, you were, you were fighting pretty, pretty regularly and then you hurt your neck. Um,
1: and, you know, obviously your, your K-1 stint, uh, you could fight, you know, every time you was, funny. and there wasn't so much of a...
0: When he says K-1, K-1, where's that at?
1: What happened was, K- it's interesting you said that. So BJ Penn was the UFC welterweight champ in 2004. Then he became the lightweight champ later, with whatever. In between there, he had a little problem with the UFC. He went to K-1. K-1 is a kickboxing event out of Japan. Established actually by Master Ichi, who was a Kyokushin fighter. Actually oh, I went
0: to Japan, that's and right. and
1: and then and then K1 had a couple MMA. Remember they specialized in kickboxing, but they did a couple MMA shows, and he fought in it. And that's what the guy's referring to.
0: Gotcha. Go then. So your, your K1 stint, uh, you could
1: fight you know in a, every few months, and there wasn't so much of a, a hard uh, a hard situation where you had to train it all the time. Now that you're back in the UFC, are you worried that your neck's going to flare up? And can you talk about what what that injury,
0: the impact of that injury was on you? Pause it, ben. Um Pause it. Now, why'd you ask him that question?
1: Well, that uh, that was me. That's an, that's an interviewer. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, I right? thought that was so you. he's
1: just being interviewed. He's just, in other words, he's he's just being interviewed. And the interviewer said to him, "Hey, basically, in essence, we know your neck was destroyed. We thought you were going to retire and or get neck surgery." How are you fighting again? Because he was making a comeback into the UFC. Gotcha. How, how, how in the world are you here? How, how is your neck functional? This is what he said. Oh yeah, I want to hear this. Now that you're back in the UFC, are you worried that your neck's gonna flare up? And can you talk about what what that injury, the impact of that injury was on you? Um. Well, my neck was just a uh, uh, a herniated disc in my neck, but
0: um. Oh. Yeah. Besides that, um, yeah. I w- I would just wanna. Just as long as you don't fight a couple shows in the in a row, you don't get burned out. You know, that's just the worst. A, a
1: fighter that's burned out, because he trained or overtrained, or just doesn't want to do it, that's worse than a fighter who doesn't train at all and shows up to fight. You know, no desire, no nothing. So, gotta just be real careful about that. But as far as my neck, I mean,
0: it's pretty. It's actually good. I, I was went to this guy, Doctor Peter Goldman, and he really.
2: I was real skeptical, skeptical about what he was doing to my neck, but. He, he fixed it. So
0: I've actually felt good for him the last year and a half. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, doc. Now he's going to pull up your lessons. Okay. And I want to go through them because they're so important. You actually explain them one by one by one. Now we know who you worked with. You explain how you got where you are. You explained how it works on paper. Okay. Now talk to us about the programs and lessons that you do.
1: Excellent. Great question. So, the reason I started even having this program, Tommy, is because, you know, one day, it was about five, six years ago, I woke up and I was like, damn, I mean, people flying in from freaking all over the world, driving eight eight hours in a day for five-minute session. I was like, wouldn't it be cool if, actually, this is what happened, specifically. The lessons. The lessons, yeah. The lessons. Okay. We're going to get to all the cool stuff. Okay, okay, okay. So, the lessons. Um, the basic the basic foundation of zone school is it's all online and it's a 50 hour course online. And you can see the second thing there, it says zone school of healing. So that is, um, exactly a 50 hour course. So someone enrolls and they, and basically Tommy, who can enroll. They could be a chiropractor, an acupuncturist, a naturopath, a medical doctor, anyone who's a doctor or healer of any type is welcome to join zone school. When they join zone school, they get access to 50 hours of me teaching, like I mentioned, and they they could do five minutes a day. They could do 15 minutes a day. They could do an hour a day. But then, you know, in in a couple of weeks or months, they'll be an expert healer. And here's the cool part. However good, re, however good their results were before, but, be in, an, you, but you
0: got to take the basic course to be an expert healer, yes, right? Yes. Okay. So if I take zone school
1: of healing, mm-hmm.
0: well, I'm not a basic healer, am I yet? no i can i skip if i'm a doctor can i skip all can i skip a couple courses no
1: actually just to just to be able to enroll in zone school at all you have to be a doctor or healer of some type okay. like so, like a plumber can't join you know
0: okay so, i'm trying to figure out if anybody can right, come right, and right. you can help us out
1: right well we, we we might have come up with a different program we'll use Vinny as a tester if he does <laughs> well, <then. laughs> okay, okay, okay. but but he's younger at, right at the at the moment at the moment it's just open to doctors and healers. So you have to be, you could look, you could be a massage therapist, you could be a Reiki master, which is like an energy worker. Yeah. But. Go right for three weeks. Right, right. So get but, my... <laughs> but basically, basically chiropractors, acupuncturists, osteopaths, naturopaths, the general people who join. But you know, a massage therapists could join too. They they sign up for Zone School, which is the basic course, which is the 50 hour online course. So,
0: to, so start me with the first one. Basic course. So okay. Tell me how that goes.
1: No problem. So when someone joins the basic course, what they get, is um, what they get is some foundation videos where I explain the zone technique itself. I explain how concepts in the subconscious manifest in the body. I explain how to access the concepts in the subconscious. I explain what's called the three worlds of healing, which is some cool metaphysical stuff, which, we can, go, really which cool. we can go into if you want. In fact, we should. I think you'd really like it. Um, so whenever you want, we can do that. Um, then... We have a 33-hour library of Q and A's that I've done with my students, and I'm I'm telling you right now, when someone is in the basic course of Zone School, if they really study that 33 hours, they'll be an expert healer. That's a there's one gem after another in there. I also teach optional live events, and some some of the live events are filmed. When they join Zone School, they get one of the live event videos so they can it's almost like they were there. They get to like experience that weekend or that day, however long I was teaching. Um, and then there's a few other like, you know, um, cool things they also get. And it amounts to about 50 hours and they get lifetime access. They could watch it for the next X amount of years. And here's the cool part on that, just on the basic course before I get to the rest. What I've heard many times, and it's really gratifying for me, is this. Hey, Dr. Pete, I was a chiropractor or whatever. I was struggling. I was ready to hang it up. I didn't want to do it anymore. Now I can't wait to go to work. I'm making money. I'm helping people. Or someone says, hey, Dr. Pete, you know, uh, Dr. Pete, I, uh, I've been practicing for 45 years. I think uh, I was kind of ready to hang it up. You know, 45 years is enough. Now I want to work for 20 more years. Or lastly, hey, Dr. Pete, I was doing one of these techniques that I mentioned before. Now I spend one-tenth of the time with a patient and get 100 times better healing results. So that's what the basic course will do. And to answer your question, there is an advanced program. So when Scroll sp- down a little bit then. When someone joins Zone School, they, after a certain amount of time, can join the advanced course. Because um, one of the things in Zone School that I didn't mention is every Sunday at uh, 4.30 Eastern, I do a one-hour Q&A with the students. And when someone joins zone school, they get eight weeks of that included. So they have eight weeks of that Sunday Q and a is included just with you, just with me. It's me oh, and a big cool. zoom call. They can ask me whatever they want. I'm on with their fellow newer students in that first eight weeks, the advanced program. After those eight weeks are up of people join the advanced program, they get continued year round access to those Sunday calls, which are priceless. Those are awesome. I also have a monthly advanced call, which is just for the advanced students, and then we also have an advanced library, which is pretty spectacular. So then there's advanced plus, which Vinny's scrolling down to now. It's similar to advanced, but they also get um, access to what's called our vault. And the vault is about 130 hours of additional Q and A's that I've done, which have a lot of high level healing knowledge in it. And then zone school elite, which is a little below that. Um, you get everything that you get on the top. All that stuff's included and we also, um, because I do teach I do teach live events every month, and they they cost like $900 to attend. But if you're an elite, you can come, awesome. come there for free. They're included, and there's some other stuff. And then Mastermind is the mecca. That's what I'm hoping Vinny joins one day. Mastermind is the mecca. You ready, Vinny? It's everything I mentioned above. <laughs> Plus, I have three private weekends just for the Mastermind members. They get access to all the live event recordings. We have quite a few. And I have uh, 12 one-on-one, one-hour video sessions with each of them, which I will tell you right now, we take them from whatever level and ability they have to heal. Plus, they've already been through the bit. And they, someone comes into them. I'll give you an example. Someone comes into me and tells me they're having gallbladder attacks. The doctor's like, you need your gallbladder out. Now, we don't need to do emergency surgery. You don't need your gallbladder out like today, but you need it out. I mean, soon. I'm just talking I'm just talking things that have happened. Every single person who's ever told me that has their gallbladder. We balance their body, their gallbladder. I, I said, don't take my word for it. Go to your doctor. You know, the one who wanted to get it out? And they go, I don't know what the hell is going on here. Your gallbladder is fine. You don't need it out anymore. That's what I teach those mastermind people in those one-on-one Do you sessions. know how much Big Pharma
0: must hate you? They must hate you to death. And I'm so happy that they hate you. I'm so happy that they hate you. I am. <laughs> now what's the quickest the quickest you've ever seen start with basic and get to masters? what's well, the quickest you've ever seen in advance like a genius type thing
1: well here here's the thing it's a it's a great question
0: usually not saying that mere
1: Vinny could right. do i think I think I think you're both being modest <laughs> you're both being modest um i think uh you know it's interesting a lot of people you know they'll get in zone school they'll tell me hey, it's the best decision of my healing career. I'm so happy. And then they'll you know, they'll start with the mastermind. We have some other programs also that are not listed in this particular list, but you know, they 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 start, you know, little by little and then eventually they go, I think I'm ready for mastermind. So they've been in zone school for like a year and they join. But we had one person join zone school and I think he was in zone school for like two months and he joined mastermind. And he's he's a master, he's a master healer. He's that like was it. probably the quickest. Probably the quickest. He's in uh, San Antonio, Texas.
0: Now, how did COVID affect this? Well, you could do Zoom, right?
1: Well, it didn't affect. No, you could well, no, well, 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 a couple of things. A couple of things. My weekly Q and As are on Zoom anyway. I it didn't eff- actually. You know how much COVID affected this? Not one ounce because I I didn't miss a month. I every single month I teach a live event, and um, I went to everyone. I taught everyone, and it affected me not one ounce.
0: I was like that. too. I <clears throat> don't worry. We can hum that out. It's just a vacuum lighting. Oh, and anybody ever watched 250 videos. I, I, didn't uh, yeah. It. Yeah. No, I that's totally. I never got COVID. I never got it. But I also never wore a mask. I never wore gloves or anything. I, I never got it.
1: Me either. Ne- never even Same. a symptom. Same.
0: Because <laughs> you don't give your body a, uh, a chance to fight against it. Or what, whatever. That, that's my whatever. opinion. Whatever you say is yeah. right. Yeah. Hey, listen. <laughs> I. Oh.
1: You know, listen, everyone has their own thoughts on that. I'm not proselytizing it. People believe whatever the hell they want, but I never wore a mask. I never wore gloves. I never did anything. I never did anything related to that. And I feel great. And as a matter of fact, when I worked in my office and people would come in, you know, to get adjusted, Dr. Pete, you're not going to put a mask on. I, of course, I'm respectful. If they're like, hey, would you mind putting oh, I'll put it on. But, but no, I never wore one even at work.
0: So cool. Now, did social media affect you at all? You know, you've been doing this a long time. So you were around when you couldn't remember. You didn't even have dialogue. Right, right. Now it's, you know, in another year, you won't even be able to talk about this probably. Once, bigger farmer, once Big Farmer knows uh, you're healing a little bit too many people. And, gee, uh, you know, people from this country and that country flies in, you know, hasn't affected you at all yet?
1: No, not at all. Um, as far as social, no, nah, I mean, I, I'm not a social media expert. I mean, you know, we, I do a little thing here and there, but. I let the results speak for themselves. Again, this is the great part. It's almost like, let me give you an analogy. But let's just say someone opened like a Kung Fu school and someone opened a Taekwondo school and someone opened a boxing gym. And they all said, this is the best place to learn self-defense. You want to learn self-defense? Kung Fu is the best self-defense for the street. And someone said, no, Taekwondo is the best self-defense for the street. Someone says, you become a really good boxer, it's the best self-defense for the street. I mean, they all give a good speech, but... Let's, let's see. Okay, guys, we have a gym over here. Get in the you, you two get in the ring. And all of a sudden, I'm whoever, let's say the boxer and the Taekwondo guy and the Kung Fu guy are out cold. Well, I guess we know who's the best, you know? So the results I've gotten and continue to get, the results my students get are unparalleled. I put them against anyone living, that's for sure. I don't care what kind of profession they are or whatever. And it's not a contest. I'm not interested in, you know, dissing anyone or whatever. But the bottom line is, again... To the person who does X Y Z technique of chiropractic, someone comes in with a gallbladder thing. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. They don't know. They, they don't know where to freaking start. But joins own school, you know what to do.
0: So if I'm correct, you're not necessarily healing. You're giving people the correct technique to
1: heal. Well, here's here's the thing. I, I have a two part answer for that. You know, in chiropractic school, even forget about. Yeah, I'm going I, back to what you yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you did. You know. In chiropractic school, and again, this is nothing to do with like zone technique or my lineage. This is just regular chiropractic school. They say, oh, you know, the power that made the body heals the body. You know, like the chiropractor is not healing anyone by touching them. The, there's a power in the body, but when you align the body in a particular way, that power is able to go to work and heal. So I could say, you know, theoretically the same thing. I balance the zones and the power that made the body heals the body. But the difference is the person i'm just using i, I could use liver or whatever but the person with the gallbladder issue or the you know cervix issue i mentioned endometriosis let me see you go to a regular chiropractor let me see the power that made the body heal them when they relieve their what they call subluxation if you see that i'd like to know and we'll all bet on the next one and then we can really blow this thing good, up. good good you know so so that's but but again that's that's the point it's like anyone can make a good speech oh the power that made the, okay fine But let me see you balance the body in such a way that that power is able to feel this cervix or this gallbladder or this liver. It's not happening. But when the zones are balanced, that power is able to do what it has to do in a much more effective and efficient way than the general chiropractic is doing. By far, it's like apples and oranges.
0: I I know you help help all walks of life. And I I really want to get to that because I think it's really cool. Uh, Pregnant women, women, kids. But while we're on... This stuff right now, as young guys sitting here, when was the first time you got a call from, you know, uh, a celebrity or a pro athlete and says, Hey, Doc, I need your help? If that first call
1: from a celebrity, you don't have to say who it was. Uh, I don't mind. Yeah, a celebrity um, or a pro athlete who was the first very famous person I took care of?
0: Where you're like, You know, you got a lot of people flying in already, but you're you got this guy that you maybe have watched on TV a few times. I think, I
1: think, I think one, of, one of the first. Th- People that I was a fan of actually was for for all these M- any MMA fans out there, old school was Bas Rutten. Anyone who knows who is B A S R U T T E N. He was the UFC heavyweight champ way back on the day. Do you know
0: that i i had the i had the uh the, whoever I, is at the top of the MMA and i i was it took me a little bit to figure out the difference between MMA and UFC. And he was like, well, the UFC is more glamorous, but they're pretty much the same thing. Here, if anything. MMA might be a little bit tougher.
1: Here, here's what I would say.
0: Now he was biased. A- yeah,
1: M- and he's my boy. By okay, the way. okay. Well, MMA, <laughs> MMA stands for mixed martial arts. So MMA is like under the it's the umbrella over mixed martial arts. UFC is an organization, Ultimate Fighting Championships. The people who fight in UFC are MMA fighters. It just happens to be a brand within it, and usually it appears that the best MMA fighters are in the UFC, with some exceptions. That's I'm what sure. he was saying. Yeah, yeah. So that's 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 it. So Bas Rutten was also what was called King of Pancreas, not not pancreas, like in the Bible, King of (laughs) Pancreas, which is I'm running out the room. That's right, right. right, right. King of (laughs) King Have you ever healed that? Yeah. Have you ever helped pancreas many times? Wow. Yeah. So so King of King of Pancreas. Wow. Yeah. He was in Japan. Doc,
0: I studied a lot, man. I'm wow. Yeah. I've never seen that in my life. Not one person. Yes. Well, and I've studied medical journal after medical journal, NCBI, mm-hmm. like third party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, pancreatic. Wow.
1: Yeah. yeah. So on that on that note, so so Boss Rooten, I was a fan of his. He had asthma, even though he's a world championship fighter, he got to have the inhaler in the room, the locker room before he went out to fight, and I helped his lungs and his breathing quite a bit. He was one of the first very famous ones. Um, soon after him, I think I BJ Penn was not long after him. And Lucia Riker was uh she's actually on my website too. Lucia Riker, if you ever see the movie Million Dollar Baby? I don't know. With the Hilary Swank. Thing? Oh, yeah, with Hillary Swank. Yeah. yeah. She got killed and she like got she was boxing. So actually the the actress, but she in real life was the best female boxer, was Lucia Riker. She's the one who Was she really kills, good in real life? Kills, yeah, she was the best female boxer ever. Look, I, I didn't look know her if, up. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I saw it, but you know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so she was and then, you know, then um Paul Walker, you know, rest in peace with my oh, patient.
0: Oh, yeah! Wow, Paul Walker. Yeah, I didn't see that. Paul, wow, yeah. Paul nice Walker. guy.
1: Paul Walker. It's kind of funny. He was a great guy, and the thing is, Paul Walker. Yeah, I guess you you call him like an A list celebrity, right? I mean, hell know, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. right. So I remember one time I was uh, I was going to Hawaii, like on for whatever, and I, I was talking to Paul Walker, and he lived there part time actually. So, but he wasn't always there, and I was talking. I said, "Hey, Paul, I'm going to be in Hawaii these dates." And he's like, good, I'll, I'll be there. I'll pick you up at the airport and we'll hang out. No, not that I doubted him. You know, we were already good friends. We were... This
0: podcast is brought to you by Liquid IV. This is a product I always use after I run, work out, and do the sauna. It's a great way to hydrate the body and feeling your best self. All you do is one stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water. It hydrates the body faster and more efficient than water alone. Three times the electrolytes as other sports drinks and contains five essential vitamins, B5, B12, B3, B6, and vitamin C. It also tastes great. Flavors like watermelon, lemon, lime, strawberry, and many more. Buy and bulk at Costco or go to liquidiv.com and use the code MSCSMEDIA, no space for 15% off. No other way to hydrate the body.
1: I hung out many times and he was my patient and all that stuff, but I didn't know, you know, I didn't know. I, I land, my phone was on like airplane mode. I land in Hawaii and there's like a text. I guess he put it in his calendar. He's like, Did you land yet? And I'm like, Yeah, and he, I, you know, so I hung. He's, he, was, he was a great guy.
0: What a shame, huh? Yeah,
1: really, really nice, not full of himself, nice person, just a great dude. Just a great dude.
0: I, I want to take a look at the screen here because you got the Wolf of Wall Street on. Yeah. So explain that. I understand it, but explain that picture that everybody can see it.
1: So, so this is interesting. A lot of chiropractors use what's called spinal degeneration charts, and that's goes to that picture. And I'm going to explain what they are to you, so you so you know. A spinal degeneration chart would be you go to a chiropractor's office, and he has a poster, he or she has a poster up, and sometimes it's actually in a model. It's a little plastic model, and they're showing you this is a good. This picture is a good spine. This is a healthy spine. This is a spine that's kind of messed up. This is a spine that's messed up, and this is a spine that's really messed up. And when they x-ray you, they go, you know, you're like this, your spine's effed up or whatever. It's a very bad image to give someone. I call it black magic, quite frankly. It's a very bad image to give someone. Tell them how destroyed they are. They have arthritis here. They're going to have pain forever. My attitude is your body is however it is. It got like that, however it got. I'm going to now undertake balancing your body so you can heal. I don't want to be, that's white magic, you know. I I don't like that stuff. So a lot of chiropractors rely on these terrible charts to scare the shit out of their patients, which I don't like. So what that says it says, yeah, I joined Zone School, and I'm not using those ridiculous spinal degeneration charts anymore because my students all throw that garbage out. And of course, everyone knows the actual movie. Of course, she said, "Uh, you, let me see your pay stub. You really make ninety two thousand a month or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll quit right now." He goes, "Hey, whatever's Hey, Bob, I quit with, Look, with the big white right, thing. right." right <laughs> Love. Well, I quit. Like, Got to be in
0: the top five, best movies ever. Love it. Love it. And then tell everybody what you're doing over here. That, I didn't okay. even know that. So that, this that is, that's amazing. So, so, so,
1: this is interesting. So, so the concepts in a person's subconscious manifest in their body and their life for that matter. So when people are ill, it's often because they have disease or other negative concepts in their subconscious manifesting in disease in their body. So what I do, I'm not a hypnotist, but I I'm a good hypnotist. In other words, I, let me rephrase that. I'm not a I don't I'm not a practicing hypnotist. I don't do that. I'm.
0: I, are there hypnotists? Or are they real?
1: Yeah, there there are some good ones.
0: Like like from one to hundred percent, one to hundred percent. What percentage would you give that? hip somebody could come in here and hypnotize somebody and heal them. One to a hundred. I, I put it like
1: this: a master hypnotist, a hundred percent. But the problem is, probably a lot of hypnotists are not that good. Good dodge.
0: That was a good dodge. Like that, like
1: that one. <laughs> So, so with that said, sure. With that said, what I do, and that was a mastermind event. What I do in some of my mastermind events is I'll hypnotize people. Wow, that's cool. And then, so if if
0: we get to the hip, the mastermind event. We get hypnotized. Uh,
1: you guys are both my guests at the next, next mastermind event. It'll be fun. We'll figure out a way to work you <laughs> in. I don't know how we're going to work you in, but money talks. Okay. <laughs> so, 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 um, so anyway, what I did with her was I hypnotized her. I told her that her body was stiff as a board. We picked her up. We put her between the two chairs. And usually when I do that, I actually have people sit on them or even walk on them just to show. But I just pushed her a little bit to show. And that was demonstrating that. And there was another one, and there's a video of it. Um, yeah,
0: go to um Tab 5. There's
1: another one, not on my website. I'm sorry. It's
0: on Instagram. Instagram with, with a needle? Yeah, he's going to pull
1: it off. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So where I hypnotized someone, and I told them that the skin on their neck was totally numb, no sensation, no feeling. And then I, when I brought them back out of hypnosis, I it was a post-hypnotic suggestion. And I, I stuck a pin in their neck, and they didn't feel anything. Nothing at all. And then I took it out. They couldn't even see it. Wow, but that's in the uh, Instagram video. Yeah,
0: go over to uh, uh, his Instagram, right there. Okay, scroll down. All right, Doc, it's here somewhere. But if you see anything really, you got all kinds of good stuff. Some, some, one of my students up there, he got a tattoo.
1: Yeah. He got the this guy. This guy's been practicing forty years. He got a damn Click zone, that. zone tattoo. That. Look got him. <laughs> we got the uh he's practicing for 40 years, balanced zones, wow optimal health. You know. That, that's gotta be so cool to see that, right? I love it.
0: Keep going down and our uh, will picks him up. He told me you know what he told me this guy,
1: you know that guy told me? He said Pete he goes, I practiced for 40 years. No, I'm sorry, practiced for 38 years. He joined zone school two years ago. He goes, Everything I knew about healing was like kindergarten compared to what I know now. 38 years of chiropractic, because it was all all kindergarten crap.
0: What is that going to say?
1: Oh, there's our favorite. That's the one. That's...
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then right there is, uh, go to the picture right there with the gentleman on the right.
1: That's right uh, there. Carl Joseph. Yeah. NFL star.
0: NFL star,
1: buddy. Fixed him up.
0: Now, what was wrong with him?
1: Uh, he hurts. I forgot what it was. What what did he? What did Carl? Didn't, he, do it didn't he? Didn't he? Didn't his he... foot? Oh, sorry. but uh, but I'll tell you what. Here's a good one. I'll, I'll tell you a good NFL story. If if you if you want to hear a really good NFL story, um, so basically, uh, what's his name? I'll th- his name will come to me in a second. But he was on the Raiders at the time. Then he played for the Niners. Um, his name to... will come to me. But anyway, sure. he he. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He was playing for the Raiders. It was Justin Tuck. Justin, Justin Tuck. Tuck. Okay. okay. So I'm with Justin. I'm not Tuck. Just right. So Justin Tuck. He was on the Giants, star on the Giants. But he comes to the Raiders, and he got. Someone said you got to see Doctor Pete. So I meet him the first day. It was like probably still training camp. It was before the first game. And I said, "Okay, Justin, what do we want to accomplish this season?" And he goes, "Well, I got stingers. You know, when you like hit your head, and you know,
0: it just shoots right yeah, through, you, right? Exactly
1: down to your hand. Yeah. I said, "Well, Justin." how often do you get stingers? He goes, every game and every practice. So every game and every practice, he gets stingers. He tells me that. So he says, uh, I said, well, did you go to a chiropractor or whatever, you know? And he said, oh, the the Giants had a chiropractor. Didn't didn't help. He still got stingers. It might've helped him in some way, but it didn't, didn't impact the stingers. So, okay. I said, let's do once a week through the season. So then he has a season. He finishes. I work on him once a week. And I remember it was the last day, like he was packing up. I went, I met him and he was like, he? in fact, I think he retired then. So he's like done with his NFL career. He was like a pro bowler and everything, as far as I know.
0: Oh, yeah. He was a pro bowler. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then um, the last day I said, Justin, how many singers did you get this year? He goes, zero.
0: And back then they actually hit.
1: So pretty good, right? Yeah,
0: it's not flag football anymore. Right. I mean, back then, right. now it's flag football.
1: Right. I was thinking of uh, Deion Jordan was. I mean, that was Carl. That was Justin Tuck. But Deion Jordan, uh, he went to you, too. He's a regular, a regular. Deion Jordan's my my buddy.
0: Man, if I got anything happens to okay. me, I'm coming to you.
1: That's the famous Hicks and Gracie on the left, for all you, you uh, jiu jitsu fans. A little lower. Oh yeah. Let's <clears> consider, <throat> right there, him. Consider the greatest. Uh, the greatest Brazilian Jiu Jitsu fighter ever, Hicks and Gracie, some say, and that's him and me. It's amazing.
0: You, you know what's so crazy about, and you doing is that when you want to go to a competition, right? So you have, you, oh, there he is. You ever see this guy fight, Vinny? No. For him to win, so it would be Doc and him, and then it's me and you. Now we're, we're going blow to blow as hard as we can. Now he wins and Doc wins. Now they gotta fight right after that. Am I correct,
1: Doc? Yeah, that, that was the old school UFC. He actually, this particular Gracie. Oh, they changed he, it. he fought in Japan quite a bit. But anyone who looks up Hicks and Gracie Would not want to fight in Japan. spelled with an R. You know, like spelled like Ricks and Gracie. But uh yeah, he's That's amazing. Cool. Great guy, by the way.
0: What's your favorite country that you've been to?
1: Uh I liked Egypt and Greece. That's Nick Diaz for all you all you MMA fanatics. Nick Diaz had a comeback right there. He had a comeback not too long ago. I am his doctor. I took care of him the whole time. That was me with him in Vegas leading up to the fight, taking care of him every day. When did he come back from Doc? He came back about three or months ago or so. Yeah, he, but, was, uh, he was good. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. I forgot who he fought. He fought at Robbie Lawler. Yeah,
0: that's right. Was it Robbie Waller?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Chanel, yeah. um, so right there. What are you doing to his back? His go- neck?
2: I was gonna say is neck this no, no. Go back
0: up a little bit okay yeah so you're right there oh that
1: was that was i'm just
0: curious to know
1: that 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 looks that looks more uh that looks more impressive than it is i don't even remember what i was doing i was teaching a seminar and i think he was complaining about something was bothering him and i was going to fix him up but i I was asking him a question it was that was it's a great picture but nothing nothing too profound
0: well, we can make it perform,
1: yeah. right? <laughs> that's, that's, that, that nothing major was happening there.
0: It, isn't it crazy? Like, you learn this. M- one day you're in business school. One day you're playing tennis. And now all of a sudden, you you know, you're dealing with guys like this. And then on top of all that, you have people flying in from all over the world for you.
1: And wh- what did he leave out? Now I'm on Tommy's show. I mean, uh, <laughs> oh, why, yeah. why, 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 you know. Why you're on Tommy's show. The most too. important thing.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Doc. Yeah. I appreciate Seriously. that. Seriously. Wow, what you're doing is a great thing. This is just it, it's cool to look at all this stuff.
2: Now doc, I have a question. If somebody uh, wants uh, to I'm warning you. healing, right? You were speaking about the gallbladder. My uh sister's or, I'm sorry, my girlfriend's brother uh actually is having an issue right now. So, what is like the step to actually with his gallbladder? Yeah. Yeah, what is the step to actually getting your got I'm,
0: I'm going to take a quick
1: Okay. Um, the answer to the question is, um, you know, from the mid or late 90s, I started, you know, having an official practice. You know, I, I opened a practice, whatever people came, everything I mentioned about people coming from all over the world, etc., etc. I opened Zone School about five years ago. Up until late 2021, I still had my office and I was running Zone School. As of late 2021, I stopped. With my actual practice and I just run zone school full-time cause it's a full-time operation. And now I just make exceptions for a couple here and there where people want to fly to me or whatever. And I, I still will take care of people here and there. And if if he wants to contact me, I'll take care of him. You hear
2: that? I got you the best doc in the world.
1: Thank you. If we page down, we'll finally find that needle thing. I don't know exactly where it is, but I'll see it. I'll be able to tell you where it is. Keep going down. His a little no problem. Oh, wait, let, let's make sure we can see those images so I don't. No problem. So
2: who's this
1: guy? Where's that? Right here. Oh, that's just a picture of Bruce Lee and his teacher. Oh, nice. I just like that. Wow, that, that, that is a... Bruce Lee, I didn't get yeah, to recognize yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. No problem. No problem. That's the jordan by the way, right in the here. middle. Yeah, yeah. Wow. wow. And
2: what do you got going on here? What's this technique?
1: Where Where are we? Right here in the middle. Oh, I'm just just touching on touching, you know, doing the zones on someone. Nothing, nothing too dramatic. Got
2: it. And this all scribbled out.
1: Well, if you click it, you'll see why. Okay. Someone wrote me a note about how much they love the school. I'm achieving things I've never thought possible. I just, I just took out got some it. stuff just for their privacy.
2: Got it, got it.
1: Just someone thanking me, you know.
2: He didn't join in his own school yet.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there
2: you are.
1: Yeah. How about that one?
2: Tyson, nice, huh? Yeah.
1: Wow. I didn't adjust him. We were just hanging out.
2: What significance does this
1: book have? Oh, it's just a Kyokushin book I like. Yeah. We're looking for the needle still, the pin. All
0: right? Maybe, maybe I'm wrong.
1: No, no, it's. it's. Thank you, guys. Oh, you might have. No, no, no I'm sorry. It's it's still. It would be below it. But... That's a fencing. I was doing some fencing. Oh, it's
0: sparkly. Oh, I can fence, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, was good, I was a good
1: fencer back in the day.
0: Now what do you now, Doc? With with all the healing that you do, I always get these uh, IV bags, these vitamin things, you know, these full things. Do do you think they're any good? My my problem with them personally is you don't know what's in them. They're not FDA approved, so that bothers me. So what what are your thoughts on those?
1: Here's my here's my answer. I'm fairly ignorant about them. I actually don't know too much about them. I don't do them, so I must not love them too much. But again results are results so let's let's have an example let's just say we knew someone we have just an imaginary person we know them
0: i got one That's okay, okay, well, okay i had to go okay. use the restroom. okay, okay. okay.
1: fair enough so let's just let's just say someone said I'm, I'm making this up they're always tired they're always tired they're always they have no energy and someone said hey if you get these ivs you'll have energy let's just say and they get the ivs like man i never felt so good well good you know unless it has some side effect which i don't think it does so my answer is i don't know too much about them i mean i, I don't do them so i you know whatever but whatever works i like
0: Doc, do you think maybe it's somewhere else? Because I want to see this. Data. It's in
1: uh it's in uh it might be, you want to, did you look at my Facebook? Like, it could be there.
0: Go to our uh, Google then. G- take this off and uh, go back to the screen and go try to look for it in Google.
1: If, if, if you, yeah. It yeah, could, we'll find it. It could be, uh, it could be in my Facebook.
0: So how many people do you think you trade a month? On average. Well,
1: well, I was just telling Vinny that from the late 1990s up until 2021, just last year, I had a very busy practice and I also opened zone school about five years ago. As of August, 2021, I stopped my practice because zone school is too big. Running zone school is like a full-time job. So I don't have my practice anymore. But so nowadays I hardly see anyone in particular, but I'll make exceptions once in a while if someone needs to fly in for healing. And actually, I got contact contacted coincidentally by Malaysia, um, and I have a guy coming from Malaysia soon. And then I had another guy come in with dish, which is a terrible disease. It's it's D I S H. It stands for some bullshit. And he was like a cripple, and we fixed him up. And we hear actually he had a testimonial video on the uh, on the uh, Instagram.
0: When you're dealing with all these different types of countries, where, where do you see the most issues coming from?
1: I don't notice it so much geographically like that except like for example like malaysia even though like i said i don't really uh most people come to me for systemic stuff less come for musculoskeletal although zone technique still gets the best results with musculoskeletal also the only pattern i see is countries like malaysia they don't seem to know what they're doing because these people come to me with like Stuff I would consider on the easier side, and these doctors want to tear them up and give them surge, unnecessary. Give them like surges. a new foot because yeah, yeah. I, I got a tough so, toe. So it just it just seems like like that.
0: Vinny, when, when you had your when you at your store, he has a snack store, mm-hmm. and what he does is he gets snacks and drinks in from all types of different countries. And when I take I said this the other day. When I tasted a Dorito from America and then a Dorito from Japan, and then I looked at the ex- the expiration date on America. In Japan, night and day. There's no comparison in taste. Which was better? The Japan. Okay. I've been, to, I've been
1: to Japan. It was, Loved it. It was fresh. Yeah. love Japan.
0: It was so fresh. And then you go to every other country that he had in there. And USA was trying to make it last as long as they can with preservatives yeah, 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 and whatever. Yeah. So then I had this one of the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a guy who was running with El Chapo, like in the cartel. He had got life in prison. He asked for forgiveness. You know, he, he really is doing the right thing. And he came in and, and he was starting to, you know, he's building up his story. And he would say, and he was running with those guys like Chapo, you know, Guzman, all of them at the top, building the tunnels, working with the government, the whole nine. And he would say, whatever we give to America is only for America. All the other cocaine, all the other heroin, everything else, that stuff goes to the other countries. But America... This has an extra addictive property in it, and and he got popped with five hundred kilos of heroin, seven hundred fifty kilos of coke. Yeah, back then you would get uh, you would get life in the federal prison right. back in the day, you know. And, but you would do half, and he had gotten out, and he would live to tell about it, and it was amazing. And then when I think of that, I just take that little one scenario there. Then my buddy here owns a little chip store, you know, snack store, growing up. And then you have Japan, you have America. Then you have China and America. And the food's different. And all of it starts to add together, you know?
1: Why didn't Vinny bring snacks from the store? Yeah, that's a good question. I love, I love snacks. Well, guys, nice. I've had a long day. <laughs> <laughs> good excuse, pal. You found it? Uh, I found it on Facebook. Well, this is, uh, I'll tell you what. Um, this is... Just this is uh, like kind of an old page that's just uh, for my old practice. But if you find the Facebook that's just Peter Goldman, it probably is on that one.
0: Now, does Big Pharma get in your way and all? Do they try to sue you? Nothing like that? I would think they would try to sue you for like a
1: male practice. No, they don't mess with me.
0: Oh, you found it?
1: Well, I guess I know you know... uh... I know. I know. <laughs> uh, I know a lot of Italians in Brooklyn.
0: A lot of Italians in Brooklyn. That's definitely a good thing. And uh, you, you mess with UFC players, NFL players, NHL players, Olympians, actors, high-end doctors, normal people, people from all over the world. I don't think you want to mess with
1: you, Tommy. <laughs> <up> <laughs> no, no.
0: Oh yeah, I'm on your side. Too. I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm <my> list, Tommy. <laughs> Is it in here, Doc? I
1: I believe it is. So if we go just go down a little bit, we'll, we'll see. I don't know exactly where it is, but I th- I feel like I posted it here in the not too distant past. So you're gonna see me like with someone on their neck. So. I love that
0: picture there that you got. Yeah. Well, when you come back, we'll have to find it. Now you do a lot of you do a lot of events. Mm-hmm. Go to our uh, tab six. Now, talk about some of these events that you do. Sure. Right there. And you have some coming up.
1: I do. So every every month, I teach a live event somewhere in the world, usually, usually the U.S., but I've taught in Europe before. And the live events are open to Zone School members and non-members. So again, if someone is a doctor or healer of some type, just like those are the ones eligible to join Zone School, those are the ones eligible to come to a live event, and usually people who come to live events are already in zone school. They want to get a live experience. But sometimes people who are not in zone school yet will attend a live event. And then 9 out of 10 times at the end, they go, oh, this is a great day. I want 50 more hours of this. And they join zone school.
0: And then they get into it. Yeah. And then what all do you do for kids, pregnant women, women? I mean, that's a huge thing. Because, I mean, the well, names well, I, well, I just. Well, well, sorry. I'm sorry. You do with pregnant women a lot, right? And children.
1: Yes. Well, here here's one just as a precursor for that. One of the things that I've had best results with is simple. Simply, this: women who can't conceive, they go to acupuncturists, they go to medical doctors, they can't have a baby. We balance their body; they're pregnant in a month. That's really? number one. I've done that many, many, wow. many, many times. Many, 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 many. I mean, no wonder he's got that rolls I saw there in the two, back. Right, <laughs> too many, too many times. That's number one. Number two, a lot of not a lot, that's more common. What I'm going to say now is not as common, but I've done it woman comes in and says she can get pregnant, but she keeps having miscarriages. So something's not right. We balance them out. They get pregnant. have a kid. No problem. Wow. Over and over and over again. So that's that. Now, with that said, people have brought their kids to me. The kid could be two days old. The kid could be two weeks old. The kid could be two months old, two years old, or six years or not. I've had people come to me with bringing their kids for every damn problem under the sun. We get just as good results with them. And then pregnant women, yeah, like the whole nine months we take care of them.
0: So before we get to the rest of your events, so what do you think, like, what is it? What is it? Is it just you have that gift? Like you're that, you're like that Elon Musk of this
1: shit? put Put it this way. Put it this way. If I couldn't teach it to the people in zone school, then it would just be only I could do it. But I've taught. You know, many, you many it. people. You love yeah, I love, it. You love yeah, it. I love it. I've taught many people to you be spectacular it. healers. Um, But yeah, I mean, what exactly it is, you know, believe it, I'll tell you a funny story. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a, it's an interesting story, which I haven't told a lot of people, but I mean, it's not not that's a big deal, but I just haven't mentioned it. Many years ago, when I was getting these results already, because I've, the results I'm telling you, I've been getting since the 1990s. This is nothing new. I started, because I feel very normal. I don't, I feel completely average. I feel like normal, you know, whatever. So I was like, how am I getting these results when people people come to me and they're telling me they have a severe health problem. They've been to medical doctors, acupuncturists, other chiropractors who cannot help them. You they come help, to me. You can't help yourself with but, that. But they, 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 <laughs> they, they come to me and they, they get all better, right? So I literally was wondering, like, what exactly is going on here? I mean, I, I know the principles of healing, right? But um, I actually one time went to a psychic and I don't even know if psychics are real or bullshit, but I was curious. Someone said this is a good psychic, so I went and I asked, and I asked them
0: maybe hey, one off of that UFO right there. <laughs>
1: cool. no, right, and I said, I said, uh, can you tell me how I do these healings? And uh, actually, they they didn't give me a really good answer. I, they, they really couldn't say. But anyway, so yeah, I've been curious about it for a while.
0: Wow. Oh. All right, let's get to some more your events.
1: Uh, the events, let's see. We have Dallas coming up this month. As you can see, Dallas, Texas, June 25th. It tells you where it is. And I set can, the Hampton in. That's right? nice there. Yeah, they can click that to register. Then I'm in Newark. The next month. Don't get killed though. No, I'll be careful. Go to some good Portuguese food. They got a good lot of Oh, food.
0: now you're going to Chicago? You're going from one battle, battle area or to Chicago, another? What are you nuts? That's right. How many times are you going to Chicago, Chicago? Well, no, this that, 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 again.
1: That's two days in a row in advance <laughs> in Chicago. What do you got?
0: New York, Chicago, Chicago. Nice, a,
1: nice safe place, Minneapolis. Actually no they're falling apart too. Then uh Vegas. I don't know what you think uh, of Vegas. I think
0: you're in Vegas. National. Nashville, Nashville, they're gonna love
1: you. Right, right. And then if you uh, can make it there, right, Doc. Right, and then the December, which is not listed here, I'm is afraid gonna, no where that's going to be, be in at. San Diego. Oh, wow, well, that's that Okay. Yeah, yeah. If
0: you can make it through the other three, we'll be good. Just get some armored vet. You don't even need
1: that kind. That's, of that's stuff. New York street smart. Right? <laughs> no,
0: yep, no problem. So, what else you got, Doc? What, what, do, what do you? Where do you see yourself in five years, other than coming back to the show again?
1: Well, come anytime you want. The, the answer is I really don't know. I really don't know. With that said, this is what I like to do. Like I said, the results speak for themselves because look, I mean, who who could be in the seat? You know, you you could have a, an acupuncturist in the seat or a medical doctor or a different car. Anyone could say whatever they want. They could say, you know, no, I but, like I, but we have the results to prove it. It's unparalleled results again and again and again and again. So my attitude is that will take care of what has to be taken care of because otherwise, I look at it like, let me let me give you an analogy. Let's just say there was someone who loved Biden and someone else loved Trump. And they were arguing, you know, this, this person's like, how could you vote for Trump? How could you, how could, and this person's like, how could you have voted for Biden? So that is a political argument. It's hard to win. They both believe what they believe. They're probably not going to convince each other. And it's, you know, opinions come into play or whatever, or there's no, there's no opinions and results results are results. So again, if someone, does a certain healing method or technique and can you do xyz I don't think so but if you join zone school you will be able to do those things and that's you know zone school has 1300 members I would I would like zone school to have tens of thousands of members of all different kinds of doctors and healers so that's where I'd like it to go whether it's 5 years or whatever that's my idea
0: and I'm joking with you you know I'm just joking around but I understand it I can't do it but I understand it from the very beginning if if you have two pieces of wire and this wire, for whatever reason, hates this wire, then everything's just going to go that way and scatter and nothing ever happens. But if you can get these two wires, you know, if it's a back, if it's, a, uh, if it's the pancreas, if you can get part of the pancreas, this is just, I'm looking at it like in simple terms, if you can just get part of the pancreas just to feel your touch, to feel your your pheromones, feel your energy, feel your spirit, just part, then maybe this part comes back up and maybe this part wants to feel that spirit too. And now it's all gone.
1: I like that. And I'll tell you something interesting. You know, if you think about 1950, the doctors of today, 2020, 2022, they look back at 1950 and go, Man, 1950, what were they doing back then? They were like barbarians. Could you imagine the medical procedures of 1950? Like barbarians, but we're very modern now. But guess what? In 1950, they look back at 1910 and they go, you believe what they were doing in 1910? They know what the hell they were doing. They were barbarians back then. And then in 1910, they're like, man, what were they doing before? Bleeding people with leeches or whatever. So the bottom line is medical technology and medical discoveries keep increasing, increasing, increasing. But the fact is, When someone walks into a doctor's office, they're kind of at the mercy of the latest medical technology. But zone technique is a timeless healing art. It's the same now or in a thousand years or a thousand years ago. So when someone puts their hands, when someone puts themselves in the hands of the zone technique, if they'd like to do that, they're dealing with a timeless healing art, which can't be improved upon. So it's a beautiful thing, which I love.
0: And I'm so with you. And I I I wish I could get 10 doctors in here and just one of them, just one. In the last five years, tell me you didn't take a kick. If just one out of 10 can tell me that, I'll go to you. Until then, you'll never see me out of PCP. Because whatever you got to kick on that month, you're going to try to give me. And then that's going to cause a side effect. Now I have to take this, this, this. Now next what? Now guess what? Now I have cancer. Now I have to get chemo, who may not cost me much because I have insurance. But you're billing the insurance somewhere or another. Oh, that didn't work. Now we have to do radiation. Oh, now you have to go to this specialist, that's it. No. Nah. I'll just sit at my house and go out my own way and call
1: you. You know, you know what's interesting is um is I remember back, it was in the 1980s, I remember reading the Wall Street Journal. Before it was online, it was like, the paper, the Wall Street oh, Journal. Oh, I hate it yeah. online. Yeah. I hate it online. But here's the thing. Yeah. So the Wall Street Journal had an article about doctors, medical uh, medical doctors who were prescribing Prozac? I think Prozac was newer then. I think in the eighties. Doc,
0: what was the arthritis one that uh Pfizer <clears throat> was telling everybody that this arthritis drug? Fle- Flexol Flex- 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 Flex-
1: or something? Flex Flex Flexol or something?
0: See if you can find the drug that Pfizer got sued for for arthritis. It killed millions of people. Mm-hmm. If that's me and you, we get the chair. Right, but, but you know what they went in? But, yeah, they went in. They actually had somebody testifying against Pfizer for this being the third time. The other time before that was when they were giving, remember, they were giving out OxyContin. Yeah. And they were saying, oh, it's not addictive. Give another 10 milligrams. Give another 10 milligrams. How many people, to this day, how many people are dying from OxyContin? You know what they do? They go into court. Here's $20 Go ahead, no call it
1: Roxy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And on that note, in this article, it was saying about, I think it was uh, Prozac, and they were saying- Just here,
0: Doc. You got to read this. Yeah. Alleges, uh, bah, bah. How, do you,
1: how do you say that, Doc? Where are we? Where are we? Uh,
0: at the top. What was the biggest lawsuit, Pfizer? Oh. Click on that,
1: Pfizer alleges that- Okay, I was going to read it. That's okay. Okay. Oh, that MSN Laboratories private uh, uh, limited's proposed genetic versions of- I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah. Yes,
0: that drug. Yeah, they got. Killed. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it, it, it's the biggest one. Yeah, the biggest one ever. And guess what they just got done making? How that one
1: go? Yeah, and on that, and on the, and and and, and a, and a more, a more. Excuse me. Yeah, on a, on a less harmful, a more innocuous note, but this article was talking about. I think it was Prozac, and it was saying that if the doctor. Who prescribed Prozac prescribed a certain amount of prescriptions in a month? They got a Jaguar. In other words, the drug company said, "Here, we'll give you a Jaguar." So imagine it's the last day of the month. They have to prescribe 35. Let's say they prescribe 34. It's four o'clock on a Friday, and some woman comes in. She goes, "I was kind of a little upset yesterday." You're upset. Take this Prozac, which she probably doesn't need, and they don't give a shit.
0: Don't they do the? They do the samples now, right? The rep comes around hypothetically, not the yeah, just. Yeah. Maybe I know somebody, maybe yep. I don't. They come around. Hey, how are you doing? Here's these samples. Let us know how they go. If, if you need more, let us know. They're free. Boom. The samples will go out. Now the kickback's like, hey, I have a yacht if you'd like to bar for the weekend.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's how it works. It, it, it's what makes the world go around it. It infiltrates every industry, including that one.
0: What do you think about uh, Neuralink? Like what Elon's doing? Are you familiar with I'm that He's not familiar with it, no. <clears throat> he's, he's already done it with uh, paraplegics. Or he'll put a little uh like screw in the back of your head. And basically, he, to make it simple, like a fishing string. And it goes right p- to the part of the brain. So I believe, it, you'll correct me if I'm wrong, but it's in your cortex and what's here. And when these two aren't firing, then it can't tell the legs to
1: move. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh-huh.
0: But if you can get them to start firing back and forth,
1: then it can move. I think it's beautiful. I'm not familiar with that. But like I said, results are results. And if they can do that, I love it.
0: Uh, Last question. What do you think about Portugal making all drugs legal? Are they doing that? They've they've done it. Interesting. I I know the results, but I want... So four years ago, you can... As of four years ago, let's just say February, right? You can walk into CVS and buy
1: heroin. This is what I think and I'm certainly not an expert on the topic, I think it won't make a difference because I think what happens is people are people. They're going to act how they act. They're going to do what they do. You know, there's a there's a notion, which is probably true, that if you took all the money in the world, you know, rich people, poor people, whatever, and you just put it all in one place and then you distributed it equally, equally, so everyone gets the same, the homeless person, the billionaire, I think they said like within two years, everyone, it'll just go back to where it was because the people, their behavior, their concepts, it, it brings to them that just where they So I think people who are going to be degenerates and whatever, they're going to be degenerates. People who are going to have their shit straight are going to have their shit straight. And I think it probably makes hardly any difference. That's just my opinion.
0: <clears throat> their crime rate went down 60 percent. Good. Now, but what they did that I don't think the U.S. would do is when they made these drugs legal. They gave re real rehabilitation. So say you got caught with a uh, half a kilo of cocaine, mm. you don't go to jail, but for six months you have to show up to outpatient, and it's not this show up to outpatient with some bozo. Mm. I'm talking outpatient, and them. if not, then you go to jail and then you get cracked. Good for them. And that's how they did it. And uh, to relate to what you had just said, they did this rat study. Did you read this? No. Oh. Uh, when it, read the medical journal, they did it maybe three weeks ago or a month ago. They put a hundred rats in a cage, right? And they gave them everything they wanted, all the cheese they wanted, all the sex they want, all the water, all the freedom in 30 days. They all died from if there's no progress, if there's no progression, there's no, there's no innovation without progression. Mm-hmm. So if I give you everything you want, Vinny has everything he wants. I have everything I want. Well, now what? Are, what are we going to argue about? and and the point of it was was proving uncensorship and communication between human and not a phone and a computer and sitting down like we are because if you have everything you want he does he does we don't have to talk you're going to go nuts because that's not what civilization is and they really did they yeah. killed, every single rat killed themselves it's interesting the me, the moody one was the last one but it killed themselves yeah. it yeah. was funny at the end yeah.
1: i think i'd be happy with- I was going to say I think Vinny would like that, could, but but we all think right, that right, right, until you have right.
0: right. And now, is is that a good relation to the point you are kind of making a little bit? No, I like I like yeah.
1: I like that a lot. And also, I think a side note, but you reminded me of it as you were saying it. I think people are always surprised what they can really accomplish when they have to. You know, this guy told me a story once. This guy I knew, I, I like him a lot actually, really really nice guy. I wouldn't say he's really like a mentor to me, but you know, he's a, older than me and a sharp guy, and we're good friends. And he's he's told me some things since I've known him, that have stuck in my head. This is one of them. He said when he graduated college, he was like 21. He was in Connecticut at the time. Now he was in Hawaii, but he was in Connecticut. And He said he was selling insurance. He didn't really know much. He graduated college. He was doing his best. He was, you know, he's a sharp guy. He's a good salesperson. He was doing well. And his boss came up to him and said, you should buy a sports car. And he said, okay. I wasn't really going to. Okay. Yeah, you should buy a sports car. He said, all right. And then he said, you should get this nice apartment. And he's like, okay, i get that. And he said he didn't realize it, but his boss did that because all of a sudden he had some serious bills to pay. And it motivated He's like, I need money. So when he went there, he's like, I need money. And I'm a good salesperson. And it made him very successful. He says, I realized what my boss was doing. He helped me out. He made me successful because I had to be. So. I'm just saying that. I, I agree with
0: you because that's what we lost as humans. Because if that person 300 years ago didn't get out of the cave and go kill for, for dinner, didn't, you know nobody wants to go out there. If they didn't go kill and and feed their kids, we wouldn't be here, right?
1: So you got to go get it. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is, what's interesting I find when it comes to, look, some people are motivated and enthused, which is great. But sometimes someone's like, eh, I want to exercise, but I'm just not in the mood. I think uh, I learned this actually from Dr. Fleet who I mentioned before he said you know you're in charge of your body your body's not in charge of you like the real you whatever's inside you call it soul, whatever you want to call it a soul whatever the real you like you are a soul the real you it's inside this body that you just have you have this body he said, he said the soul is in charge not the body you can't let the body boss you around so when you're sitting on the couch and' like I should go work out and you're like yeah I kind of tired no the body I'm not tired the body's tired you tell the body get up let's go and it's just, a good, there's times throughout the day we can do that and say, when you're trying to be motivated or disciplined, I'm in charge of this body. You tell, I mean, within a reason, you don't want to abuse your body. Right, right. Right. Anyway, it's a good, it's a good lesson.
0: I, I call it the drill sergeant and the bum on the couch. And oh, yeah. the drill sergeant says, get up, get it done. And the bum on the couch says, just five more minutes, five more minutes.
1: Right. How does Vinny do with that? He's like, Depends what day of the okay.
0: <laughs> He's getting there. He's getting there. Anything else, Doc?
1: All I would say is, well, first of all, thank you sincerely. Absolutely. Really i to be here. Thank you sincerely. for being here. I hope you come back. Anytime you want. And I just would end with any chiropractor, any acupuncturist, any homeopath, any naturopath, any any doctor or healer, massage therapist, Reiki master, who would like to become a much, much, much more effective healer, join Zone School. Just go to zone, zonetechnique.com. It's also zoneschoolofhealing.com. Either one. They go to the same place. zoneschoolofhealing.com, zonetechnique.com. Whatever you want to type in, you could join right in the homepage, and uh, you'll, you'll thank me, and you'll thank Tommy.
0: Well, <clears throat> this will all be in the, the description, every single bit of it. And if you watch this on Spotify, there are no cuts. We're leaving everything in there on Spotify. YouTube, we're cutting it. You watch on Spotify. It will be out four days before YouTube. No cuts. One last thing for the fourth time. When's the, when's the, when can just anybody come? When when you plan on starting those
1: classes? Well, well, it's interesting. I have been asked from the beginning, when is it going to be open to anyone just to learn about healing? And I've been thinking of ways to do that, and I'm glad you reminded me again. I I, I would predict I will do that at some point, just teach everyone how these healing principles work.
0: No, I mean, charge them. Charge course, them, but anybody can oh, because, yeah. yeah, Of yeah, course. I'm saying, cool.
1: I'm saying but it will be within the school somehow, a separate Branch of the school for non doctors and healers.
0: You got You got to get more time. You got to You got to heal about two more hours in a day, and then give it to me too. <laughs>
1: I, I think it's I'm, sir, very sincerely. I'm glad that you brought that up because it's been on my mind, and maybe that's another good message that I should start. That.
0: I think that'd be so cool because then, even if you did it on Zoom, even if you did it on Zoom, and if you got past that class, then you can get to yeah. the the big doctor yeah, yeah, class. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to do that. By 2024?
1: What about an honorary doctorate degree for Vinny? Is that in the works? Can we
0: Yeah, if he does something I ever like
1: need. Put some, put some, like, you know, com- after his name Vinny <laughs> and a comma with, like, some initials after his name. We call,
0: him, we call him Skinny Vinny. Skinny Vinny, okay. Skinny Vinny, tell him, tell him a funny story. If you don't want to, it's all right. Uh, well, a of- tell him about the rent-a-car. Nobody knows who you are right now.
2: The
0: uh, rental car business? Yeah. Um, the, uh, don't ever rent a car. Never. Okay. Even you. Okay. Don't ever rent a car.
1: When you when you go on vacation. I, so I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell no, I'll tell a
0: story. I'll
2: tell a story. I'll tell a story. Okay. So um uh, I used to be <laughs> You're gonna this, die. I used to be this, you know, weed guy
0: back in the day. Turn your mic up, Mike. Can you hear? Yeah, okay, no, yeah. good. good, good.
2: Alright, so I used to be this weed guy back in the day, you know, moving a lot of weed. Here's whenever. this guy. Got in trouble. <laughs> so um I was making a lot of money, I found a little bit of a niche to where I can maximize my profits on the weed side. So, I started uh, renting all these crazy-ass exotic cars <laughs> um, down in Miami. Like, Lamborghinis, Bentleys, Ferraris, all kinds of crazy shit. Eventually, I started leasing them uh, for the month. You know, and for a couple months. Private leasing, whatever. Just cash up here, no questions asked. That's the way I, I like, you know, roll back then. <laughs> it actually started out with limos. Uh, but then oh, limos? I, yeah, limos. And then when I pulled up um, in the limos... and boss he was like i got all these cars so got into the cars um nine months goes by and i find out that this guy um was an informant and uh he was listening and recording and tracking my every move and all these cars and not just me a lot of other people um it was like a operation almost Operation rental car. And
0: we can't say any names, but he, at some point, he was taking cars down to Miami to rent them to very, 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 very famous rappers, singers, actors. Yeah. He was dropping them off to them. Right? I mean, yeah. every celebrity you can imagine at that time that ever came to Miami, he dropped them off a car. And the whole entire time, the car was wired.
1: crazy, That's crazy. Um, and unexpected. You wouldn't think that. Would... You
0: wouldn't think that, right? Well, when you see a guy with a Rolls Royce, maybe he wants a purple one for the day. I'm just killing you. Look, he's ready to go. All right, no, Doc. I'm, good, I'm, good. I'm just joking. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Doc, for your time. MSCS Media is now part of the Spotify exclusive team. If you would like to watch this episode and others, uncensored and uncut version in video format, go to Spotify on desktop or phone, type in MSCS Media and search or the link is in the description below at the top. If you have never watched a video feed podcast on Spotify before, a settings pop-up box will pop up. Tap on settings, turn data saver off, go back to the episode, hit play. You'll never have to do this again. All podcasts will be released on Spotify 72 hours prior to YouTube. MSCS Media is now part of the Spotify exclusive team. If you'd like to watch this episode and others, uncensored and uncut, click on the link in the description below.